You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 78. just mentioned to Canonicia a day that back when you all were there uh, there was a there was also Canonus. a Canonicia day yeah. much older and she has just replied that is me I I know you all from when you were last here 10 12 years ago when you helped defend our town from the uh, cult. From the cult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, surprising. Hmm. You look well, says Damon. <laughs> she she laughs and says, "Yes, kind of you to say." And you see that this woman is. Uh, I mean, she's clearly like forty years younger than she was. I mean, this is a woman. She looks like she's oh, in her. She? Um, looks she like she's in her twenties. She was. She was Getting up there in the... I mean, she went through two iterations. Late 60s? That's three iterations 70s. of the Temple fight. of Elemental Evil. And she didn't fight. She, she fought, fought in the, the second original. one. She fought the second in the original, but not in the one that we were there. Like, she was older enough. three. She fought in the second, and we were the third, right? The Temple of Elemental Evil has been risen and crushed three times I know. in history. You all were there the third time. She was, in, she was around for the first, but fought in the second. Right? Maybe. Elmo was on the first two. Yeah. And uh, is when Elmo lost but his brother. His brother in the battle. second fight for the Temple of Elemental Evil. And Canonicia Day um, was blamed. And Burn was, blamed. was in two and a half fights. Yeah. He was in the third. Two and nine tenths. He has a second. Tips and salad. Bills and fell. Hughes, as we had heard, there were some kinds of disturbances uh, in the area. Uh, I'm guessing your age may be part of that. You hear footsteps. Enter the room. A toddler. Burn. Uh, and Yudei turns and he says, Ah, Leaf, come, join us. And a large man has appeared in the doorway and moves slowly with the grace of a seasoned warrior. The keener eyes among you Hugh, notice that he is wearing Elmo's armor. This stands out to you uh, as odd only because you've never seen Elmo wear anything else, and he has yet to greet you since your arrival. The large man takes a seat next to the canonist, nodding at you briefly in greeting. You're here about the moat house, aren't you? We should leave as soon as possible. The Elmo said, the moat house? Yudei puts up her hand, let's not get ahead of ourselves, perhaps... You should tell them what happened, starting at the beginning. That would be much appreciated. A wise place to start. Leaf looks a bit pained at this. His hands are clenched into fists. He says, Jack and I went to explore the old moat house. We wanted to find a, a piece of the dragon skeleton they said was out there. 
we couldn't find it, so we decided to explore deeper into the ruins. That's when we found the secret room and the platform. We were about halfway down when the whole place started to shake and the rope snapped. We fell the rest of the way. Jack broke his leg and we couldn't get back up. Yudei continues the story. Our search party sent, spent two days trying to find them before Elmo picked up their trail and led us to them. Elmo had just pulled the two boys up when the obelisk began to crack apart and then she pauses. You can tell she is struggling to retain her composure. He was gone in an instant, disintegrated before our eyes. The young boy Jack as well. Our scouts seemed unaffected for the most part, whereas I, she gestures to her own body, I am obviously changed in my own way. Leaf, however, and she uh, points to him and she says, he seems to have not only aged more than 20 years, but he has the experience and the skill unimaginable for a boy of his age. Casting a glance askance at Leaf. Looking at Leaf, you see, you know, once again, this. He looks like a man. He's got, uh, he's got a um, very um, hard face. Kind of trimmed, a very short beard, and uh, he looks to all of you like a seasoned, seasoned warrior. David says, "I don't wasn't uh, much of a fan of that place. <clears throat> the last time I was out there, who has returned?" We, uh, she says, all of us, other than Jack and Elmo. How long ago was this? This was, uh, this was but a week ago. Goodness. As far as I can tell, the entire area around the moat house has been enveloped by some sort of strange magic aura. I did not dare return there to examine it further, but our scouts report it appears to be growing little by little each day. Everything within the area seems to lurch forward or backward randomly in age. I fear we may need to evacuate the town soon. Hmm. Well, that just won't do. Uh, may have to. But we don't have to now. They'll make a right! Leaf uh, exclaims, almost betraying his uh, true age. He turns to look at you with an earnest pleading in his eyes. Uh, says, you will help us, won't you? Tim says, we're, Definitely. We're here to help. <laughs> he says... But the things you're describing, hey, now they who are a mystery. do we know that knows a thing or two about time magic? He'll never be back. Damn it! You mean Frida? I mean Heptos. I mean oh. Frida. Oh. Heptos, Heptos knew a lot about time magic. That's, that's true. true. <laughs> who do we know that's around? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> who do we know that's in this room? But you know, about time magic. Who is Did Frida? Come with you. By show of yes. hands, who knows about time magic? Frida is with you. Frida's oh, you have all your all the minis right there. Yes. Uh, Frida and Hasten and Blackwood. Ah, oh, Blackwood. Yes. No Stoyla, I believe. This is the new Frida, right? Stoyla stays on the ship unless yeah. uh, she's specifically requested. Yeah. Frida has been taking it upon herself to try to stay by. Is this the Canonist? At least Ren's side. At least Ren's side. <laughs> Whatever. Blessing in so, Frida? Yeah, we'll go like this. <laughs> Frida, when you look at Frida, she appears to be deep in thought, just kind of pondering over uh, what they've said. Hmm. Uh, addresses As the, she often does, just kind of in her own world. He addresses the canoness and says, uh, Canoness, you are a woman, a woman of the church. Have you detected any kind of uh, malign forces at work here, and the energies that must surely be 
ravaging the area. She says, there is no doubt that that area beneath the moat house, and indeed the area around the moat house, is evil. We have known that for a long time. The the obelisk that had stayed there ever since your uh, victory over the uh, over the cult it is still there. There's nothing we can do about it. It is too massive to destroy, and the amount of energy contained within is uh, greater than any of us. Brandis just sort just says it is not a playground. Oh, you can be No, indeed. Leaf just nods and he says. I was a foolish child. Just out of curiosity, how old are you, Leaf? Seventeen, ma'am. How old does he look now? Thirty-seven. Yeah, looks like forty-ish. Wow. We should have barred that place off when we had the chance. Kenneth says it was barred off. She just kind of <laughs> we should have shoots, done a a job. shoots a sideways glance at Leaf. If I recall right, weren't Elmo and the Canis married? Galleons. No, they no. were. It's always been forbidden to go back to, to go to the moat house, but you know, kids, all too well. Always skulking around dark obelisks. I knew about fifty kids. I thought the Canis and Elmo were married. Pretty Is that even. right or no? Most definitely not. Definitely not. Who they was? were. They were not on speaking terms. A great deal of time. So when we left, someone time. had a kid with someone else. Did they? No idea. She was kind Aurora. of old. I don't think she could have. I had to go back and listen to episode one. Yeah, no. <laughs> or episode two, rather. It's possible we left. We left that out. I don't think so. I don't remember anything, but Sam has a better memory for these things. I don't me. know. I'm not sure. It would have been kind of between you. me and Sam. My instant, my my instant assumption when you said that was like that. No, that that would be way too short of a period of time for seventeen year olds to be that old. We can't break the canon. I, for some reason, I thought that Elmo and the Kenneth and the two kids who went off there were their were their kids, but that no. was that may be completely inaccurate. That is the kids are that is absolutely not accurate. That's definitely not accurate. Whether or kids. not the Kenneth and Elmo were romantically involved, especially after all this time, remains to be seen. You'll have to read the tablet. But uh, Leif oh. and Jack were definitely not kids of theirs. No, they're children of the town, and it being such a small village, you know, takes a village. Okay, just screw up time. <laughs> no, it only takes. Two kids, apparently. Two kids. Well, it's hard to say whether or not they were the cause or just coincidence. We're blaming there. them! Don't <laughs> um, Well, it's probably worth it to go take a look at the area, see if there's anything we can learn about it, just investigations-wise. We have quite a few tools at our disposal to analyze the arcane energy. Plants were going forward, lurching forward and back in age. Have people been experiencing effects just being in the area? If they get too close to uh, too close to the moat house, yes, some of our scouts have returned, younger or older. They are ordered to only uh, approach the you know the furthest borders of the moat house, but that line where the where the effects can begin to be observed is growing each and every day. Hmm. How distressing news! By your calculations, how fast would it get here? I'm afraid we don't have enough data for that yet. It was as I would be interested in having our physician, Bjorn Ghost, take a look at some of the affected individuals. Just whatever you need. Good. Hmm. Very wise man. Frida just <laughs> stands up and she says, I have to get to the airship. Bye. Why? 
See ya. There's no way you're going to that moat house unless I figure out a way to protect you from those effects. That would be fantastic. That would be... Don't be going there while I'm gone. Oh, I wasn't planning on going to the affected area. Hmm. All right. Be in the grove. And you see her go and stand in the doorway, and then she kind of closes her fist and closes her eyes. You see a swirling mist move around her and then go faster and faster and then completely obscure her in this... uh, in this almost simultaneously black and white mist. Not quite gray, just a mix. Uh, And then as it dissipates, she's gone. You know, Quicken's teleport is an impressive ability. She's pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, Hugh, I... I haven't been back here in the last 12 years. I mean, other than this temporal disturbance, how have things been? It's Other been than that. peaceful for quite a while. We had seen uh, we had seen much an increase in uh, in adventurers adventurers ever since ever since you were last here. Much as the last two rises of the uh, temple had caused, people always flock here in the aftermath, hoping to find what leftover treasure. I'm sure the Temple of Elemental Evil is picked clean, and despite us continuously barring up the moat house. I'm sure that there's that that has seen plenty of looting as well. Adventurers can the be so stubborn. Has no shortage of crowbars. Has there ever been any activity uh, with the cults in the area since then, or never? And we keep strict patrol on all the affected areas, <coughs> including down uh, in the Crater Ridge mines. She nods, says, "Yes, we have an agreement with Raster. We get updates from them." Raster's outpost. Last time we were there, run by half orcs. I thought I don't get along with half of smiles. But you know how it is when they run things. She smiles and she says, and it still is. In fact, I think there are more half orcs there now than there were uh, than there were twelve yes. years ago. Yes. They do breathe. Yeah, it says like well rabbits, she says. <laughs> I did not like need to orcs. know that. Yeah, <laughs> really it says, Well, I would like to, to speak with them in Raster. Uh, and we'll probably be going there this afternoon while while Frida does her uh, does her research. Says, um, it's important to me to take a look at all of that, the all the surrounding areas, and see uh, where things stand from last time. Says I never would have guessed in a million years that that the moat house would once again be the the center of attention. She says very well. We appreciate any assistance you can lend, and remember, time is of the essence. Absolutely. Uh, Has anything ever happened with Nolb? Is it still the way it was? Nob was always kind of Nob weird. Nob was just a haunted town. Yeah. Is it yeah. still haunted? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's still haunted. Hey, we should go check on... Um, uh, she... Sta- uh, uh, Leaf stands up... 15 minutes. And he bows and he says, Please let me know before you head off to the moat house. Certainly. Not. Hmm. Well then, let's... Um, and he says, uh, he says, I'll be in the barracks. Right, says, um... Baron... Baron Ghost? No. Urine Ghost. Urine Ghost. Just as Canis is getting up to leave. Baron Ghost will be in communication. A cleric runs up to the Canis, clearly out of breath. Canis, you're needed in the center square immediately. What's wrong? Three children just wandered into town. Uh, they're on the verge of starvation, man. They need healing attention desperately. One has a broken arm, we're fairly sure, but there could be greater injuries we have not yet detected. Candidate turns to you with a worried frown. I must see to this, honored ones. Please, excuse me. 
and says, Chaplin didn't fall. Stands up in a hurry. Not again. It's happened before. All of a sudden, the town's these injured children. Those are halflings. Get back on the ship. Trying to escape. One stand character. Damon uh, leaves, and in it's only a few moments before he informs, he reminds you of his intentions. Hops on Kalar, goes to return to the ship, and takes a trip, to, a small trip to Rathdor to uh, discuss matters with the half orc population of that region. Just to see if they've noticed anything? Yeah, he wants to get I me. Mean, that's That was the hotbed, even though things concluded up in this neck of the woods. The shit went down in the crayonage, as far as Dan is concerned. That is true. So, he wants to... How far away is Raster? I mean, we're talking about... The Raster was a week's journey by horseback. Okay. So, he's so definitely maybe using like a strike. Okay. To get there. Perhaps we'll be back on Thunderstrike, but we'll not be going down and making trouble. That's Is that going to be Rasting? That could be Rasting. It kind of seems like it'd be worth it to go and, like, collect local information, but that would be tricky considering that we're kind of local celebrities, in a way. <laughs> oh, you mean, like, undercover? Yeah, like, just you go in the bars and chat with people and stuff. Streetwise just doesn't have the same effect as it used to. Yeah. <laughs> Ren returns to Thunderstrike to assist uh, Frida in figuring out how to protect so Damon's the purpose of Damon's trip is uh, essentially uh, making contact with those people or organizations who were charged, had the sub- had the agreements with Hamlet, speak to them about what they might have observed, and to go and uh, fly into the middle of the uh, outer inner spire and just feel what kind of energies are, are, are latent there. It does not take long for Damon to observe that. Um, that the Crater Ridge Mines is just as collapsed and dormant as it was when you left it 12 years ago. A smile spreads on his face. Um, Damon detects no the sort of like, increase in increase in, in like kind of malignant energy, malignant energy here at all. It is, uh, I mean, it is There's crushed and everything, everything down there, including the enormous dwarven diamond. Uh, Shut up! You know, I was just thinking about that. Our trap forever. And Aurora has had nightmares about that diamond. About nightmares. And in Raster, the uh, yeah. the primarily half orc town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damon is able to talk to uh, is able to quickly find you know people that are more in charge. It's not really a government per se. Now we're talking about like elders or like leaders of rules. craftsmen's guilds and and uh, the only information have... he gets is you know he finds uh, the people who are responsible for kind of checking in with. Hamlet every once in a while, and they say that you know it's almost a, a joke of a post these days. People people uh, draw straws to uh, to see who gets to be on the monitoring the Crater Ridge mines because it's such an easy job. Because it's a make work. Nothing has happened in twelve years. How's the hunting out there? Uh, pretty good. Took a while for uh, the wildlife to return uh, since the collapse of the volcano. Yeah, uh, but. But since then? But since then? That's as much of an indication as anything to, yeah. to Damon, and satisfied with, uh, satisfied having turned that stone a little bit, turns the, returns to the, the ship, post haste. Brandis returning, staying on the ship. <clears throat> Soyla comes to him, and says, uh, that she does not have, well, Player, but she does, doesn't know uh, 
how Frida will protect us against the effects of time, but uh, so she's been working on something for a while for Brennus's. You guys um, are on the airship now, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. For Brennus's um, unique abilities and uh, and condition, almost a uh, a ring and a belt um, that work as a pair. Uh, to ground him to this time, plane, dimension, and location. Um, you do need something like that, you realize. You yes. need the anchor. Um, and not so much, not specifically not for um, being teleported away, but uh, in relation to Brennus's, um undying warrior abilities. And um, they will certainly help increase survivability and theatrics. He needs a ring on every finger. Um, Wait, what, what did you order, and what did you get as a bonus feature? The theatrics? Oh. Or, or the actual protection? It shoots fireworks. Brennus did not order this. Oh. It was that she came with this, and yeah. she's like, you know, letting him know that it will um, help him specifically in, that, in that realm of when he is approaching death, but not arrived, and that uh, and it might have some side effects. It's Roll uh, not clunky. Um, experimental at best, since there's no real good way to test it. It's more of a theory than an actual. Stola doesn't exactly. do it any other way. There is no exactly. experimental. So it's a, it's a, and you know. best. With guys like Brad, Brandis, you rush the prototype into service. Yeah. Everything she makes is beta. It yeah. never goes to release. <laughs> so, but Brandis. Yeah, she gets it working well enough, and then she moves on to her next project. But Brandis is certainly interested, as he knows his uh, ability to survive is matched by few. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of welcomed, welcomes the, the challenge to live through a near-death experience. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you if it works or not. Yeah, exactly. So, exciting. So that's, So uh, you got some new gear then? Is that... Get some new gear. Okay. Love to hear it. What you actually got? <clears throat> um, a helmet that helps me, uh, avoid, uh, stun days or dominate. One of those. Um... A belt that gives me a resist 20 to all damage when I have zero hit points or fewer. Oh, I think you mentioned that one last week. That's um, cool. Well, with that's daily, no action. Decent synergy with your continued to fight while you're under zero. Um, and a, uh, a daily, no action that makes whoever reduced me to zero take the same amount of damage as they dealt to me. Oh. Um, Don't want to that. put them down. Then the real... Uh, Make sure it's always a minion. Fun theatrical... <laughs> It's the old 9010. It's, it's you know? that. It's finished him <laughs> and Brennan is wobbling, and then some guy goes up and goes, ah! <laughs> it took Brandon over a tear for me to kill someone on a miss. So. Um, it's true. Uh, it's just not that likely. But you have a lot more minions, though. The most expensive of the set, um, rolling in at a tasty 125k. Um, That's tasty. Add one square ma- to diamonds. maximum distance you teleport. Ah, very cool. Um, any teleport you make. Its power is no action. Uses ability uses power when an attack drops you to zero hit points or fewer. Teleport twenty squares. Yeah. So teleport twenty one squares. Teleport twenty one squares, and then if you reach a milestone, you also stabilize. Um, that probably will not save Brandis, but uh, there will certainly be some crazy flavor going on Whoa. next time Die Hard gets triggered. I mean, yeah. So t- uh, a free action teleport can always help out. Be where you need to be. Exactly. That's for, so for a melee guy, yeah, that's always so important. Die Hard limits me to a standard action because basically, instead of unconscious, I'm stunned or out of yeah. 
So this basically makes it so I don't have to waste my first action moving. That would be exciting. So all I right, can just see it where. Okay, yeah, I can just see you. You get knocked unconscious, and then all of a sudden you appear from above, doing your charge from above oh, thing. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some fun stuff. So as Damon takes uh, um, heads over to Raster and uh, Brandis works with this, Ren's doing that. What are Aurora and Hugh doing? Um, Hugh takes. Uh, he gets one of the Knights of Thunderstrike, who he often drags with him upon little excursions. Um, Gorin is the name that came with him. He's a dwarf, just kind of a sturdy sort of fellow. And he just uh, checks out Hamlet, essentially. He goes from town to town, just seeing how much things have changed in the last ten years, seeing if there's any sort of activity that he can just notice, essentially. Talks and ends. He, he can't really keep much of a low profile because his face is on a statue in town. How many autographs does he end up seeing? Um, but he's not... <laughs> I mean, Hugh's kind of Hugh when it comes to lots of fame press. He's like, oh my god, you're that guy? You're like, yeah, yeah. Well, you have right. to disguise yourself or hide, though, too. You're, just, you're walking the walk. Yeah, he's just walking around. He's just checking out the town, seeing if he sees anything that could pique his interest. You notice how many problems you may solve just for walking by? Yeah. Walking down the street? Um, Hugh finds his uh, travel through the town met with a definite mixture of. Uh, we have sound effects now. These are new. Yeah, we used to do it way back in the day, but we're trying to get back into it. Cool. Um, Hugh finds his uh, his passage through the town met with a mixture of reactions. There are those, um, especially younger ones, that recognize Hugh from his likeness in the uh, the statue. statue at the middle of town. But there are many others that that uh, are clearly not happy that Hugh is here. Hmm. And Hugh quickly gets the impression that this is, this is a small town. This is not the kind of place that likes uh, for special attention to be uh, brought to it. And the, the attention of something as high profile as Thunderstrike means troubles of Bruin. And this is a village that likes their uh, Don't go change their homeless. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, does it seem that the knowledge of the uh, chronal bubble around the uh, moat house is common knowledge? Uh, yes. Uh, the the Elmo dying while uh, trying to rescue Leaf and the fate of Leaf, as well as uh, kind of hard to ignore that. Jack, Jack, uh, definitely the talk of the town. Everybody knows, and almost everywhere Hugh goes, he can't help but hear people gossiping about uh, the moat house and what it means, and the town being evacuated, and a conspiracy to cover it up, and you know the leadership of the town knows about it and is going to try to keep people here because it's an experiment that people are running and, you know, everything. It's just like with any sort of um, disaster, there's uh, theories a wild. Hmm. Interesting. Theories okay. abound. <laughs> cool. Um, Aurora is kind of taking a trip down memory lane a little bit. She's Sim- similar to Hugh, but with less purpose, is just kind of wandering around, reacquainting herself with a town that she's very familiar with. And some things have changed, probably, just 
new buildings up, buildings taken down, people moving in. I imagine the town has expanded slightly. I imagine some of the uh, the village, some of the warriors who come in to make their treasures end up staying for other reasons. Yeah, there's like a blacksmith somewhere. Sorry, small earthquakes. Well, for the most part, she's trying to maybe get a feeling for what what the town is. You have something? Are you holding that? You can't like. And stuff. <laughs> Just checking his nails. Okay. Aurora finds the same sort of reaction. Does she take Seldy with her around town? No. So Seldy's just on Thunderstrike? She's not laying Seldy in the Hamlet until she's sure it's you know, super safe to do so. Yeah, she's not interested in having her daughter suddenly become a grandma. Uh, yeah, no. no. Aurora, no, 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 no. Who, who heads out to walk the town uh, sooner, whereas Hugh oh, goes straight back to Thunderstrike to kind of get... Um, Collects gore and whatnot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aurora sees the bit of the commotion in the center of town uh, where Canvas Uday had moved immediately to. And um, in the town square, you see uh, there's a small crowd of uh, curious, clearly concerned onlookers. You hear someone say, First Elmo, now this! And you hear, uh, you hear some farmer mutter, and uh, a cleric is tending to the arm of a little girl who appears uh, too, weak, uh, too weak to even cry. The two boys slumped against the base of the statue appear to be slightly older, maybe eight or nine, but they're so uh, emaciated that it's impossible to tell. They are filthy and wearing dirty brown rags. The canoness uh, is hard at work soothing their wounds, uh, cooling soft words of comfort. Aurora hurries over to see if she can help. Because she's like that. Scary armored paladin. As soon as she, as soon as she shows up, Yade just says, "No, you've you've already done so much for us. The time magic has taken from me uh, has taken none of my power. I'm sure tending to these poor children will be no trouble." She's very insightful to know that. For Aurora had not spoken yet. She sees Aurora come by. She knows. And she knows. She knows Aurora. I mean, uh, Aurora's not one for subtlety. Your reputation precedes you, Indeed. I think, safe in, to say. in spades. Um, is there nothing I can do? Please, just prepare for the moat house. She uh, starts sidling over to, to one of the other clerics that's, like, tending to the girl. Because the canoness can't stop her if she's not next to her. The Candace also has better things to do than to continually convince Aurora not to help. She's said her piece. Aurora's doing it for her, not for the kid. Um, maybe I'd say it's a little bit above. Aurora would say that. Aurora would. Um, she's not much of a healer, but at least she can perhaps soothe the child's sadnesses. Handed a sandwich. It looks emaciated. What? Handed a sandwich. It looks emaciated. Okay, yeah, she gets some watered down milk because if the kid has too much nutrients immediately, they will barf. And she knows that. She knows that. So, produces said watered down milk. So, we're going to spend some time helping, uh, regardless of. the Canis's wishes. It is only an hour 
Later. When among the speaking stones, you all hear Frida's voice. She says, I figured it out. Sweet. It was really quick. <clears throat> you can hear her joy through the speaking stone. She says, that's right. I mean, that's obviously tricky, and it was an hour. She says, well, it's not going to cure the effect or anything. I can just block the magic. Okay. She says, whatever you say. She says, and you hear a whisper come through. She says, the Tifling is putting it into an amulet now. When she has Tifling, damn it, immediately starts thinking about Melek again. Like, substantially. Huh. Alright, uh, Hugh is sitting in a... In a tavern when he hears this news, so he says, alright, I'll make my way on back then. Uh, it's time enough in the day to go check it out today, right? Probably, yeah. My opinion. Go check out the place today. In the middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's go get it set up and check out... Hughes is like, let's check it out today. Let's go now. He'll be back in a minute. Where are you going? An hour later. He's in Brastor. Doing what? Checking out... Her is literally asking him stuff like... I'm getting so confused with the timeline. Like, that was ten seconds, but now it was an hour. The effects of time have already corrupted us. (laughs) All done the things that you have just said. An hour after that. Over the speaking stone. Gotcha. Damn, it's still late. I mean, Damn, it went straight to Rasta, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it was... So, Damn, it's so sure. Let's go check it out. It's about time. Who knows? Maybe it'll be full of uh, worshippers right now. We can just do this right away. That really would be nice. They're like, no one's... Last time, right? No one's at the moat house. No one's out there. It's been years. Don't even waste your time. Full of cultists. The so other other cultists. secret That's chamber. True. Crack the case wide open. Is that the last one? Uh, ghost get leaf before they leave. Before they leave. To bring him with us? Yeah, he ha- no, he asked for us to tell him when we were oh, leaving, yeah, so yeah. she's gonna go do that because Aurora. Yes. He was there when it all went down, and he could perhaps get a little more clear in bonus. And this is where I when Aurora became an old man. Fetches leaf. He says, I'm coming with you. Okay. That's why we were getting here. Damon says, you can hang on to this for me, to remember your friend. And he hands him one of the blue dragon scales that he was looking for from Damon's collection. His face shows a complicated mixture of emotion. You definitely see... You choose the emotions. You definitely see (laughs) delight. Like, the very first reaction is like, like a kid getting handed the coolest toy, right? But you definitely can see some sorrow there, you know, for it was the hunt for this this thing. Trinket. This Object. trinket that uh, has killed his friend and kind of stolen, uh, stolen a, a chunk of his life. Made him awesome, I think and, you mean? And Elmo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elmo's gone. And Elmo. Yeah. Yeah. And the well, whole, he disappeared. The whole oh. town. <laughs> the whole town is pissed at him. He's... Uh, on the walk to the moat house. It's not polite. Wearing your amulets that uh, Stoyla had made. Cautioning. Now, you be careful. This is just sort of a rudimentary way of blocking this sort of magic. If you feel any sort of effect, you get out of there lickety-split. Lickety-split. Like, like an upset stomach type of feel? He says, 
Look, I don't know if I trust Frida that much, but she seems to know what she's doing when it comes to this sort of magic, but this is kind of a brute force way of stopping it. It's kind of just going to push it away from you as much as it's being pushed into you. So if it starts pushing harder, that's a problem. Okay. Or the words she left you with when you uh, went to the moat house with Frida and um, Payson and Victor. So why did you to do anything with this place? On the way... Samus says, don't let it push into you. On the way to the moat house, Leaf explains how uh, he's joined the city guard and uh, in an attempt to just try to do a a, a service to the town and and just help provide for... help help kind of not replace what's missing, but... If nothing else stayed part of the town. Well, this was only like a week ago, right? So this is kind of like he joined the city guard a couple days ago. Oh, yeah, immediately. Well, it only took him a couple days. He he says he was, you know, he's. He says, I'm an adult. I have to deal with my grief like an adult. Brenda says, Are you still living at home now, or. How does that work? You a girlfriend? Brenda says, I was 17. That's old. That's kind of, I don't know. It's like five years after getting married in this kind of world. Yeah. Um, I think it was quite that effect. Brenda says... In, no, he means in Hamlet. They really marry you. <laughs> Brenda says... One of their quite word of advice, if you want to avoid... Arranged marriage. Uh, acting like you are replacing someone, you should probably take Elmo's armor off when you're in town. But it's the best armor. But it's the armor of the man who died because of... Well, why did he get get Elmo's armor? Shrine it or something? Why did he get Elmo's armor? Maybe the canonist gave it to him. If the armor fits. I'm doing what I can to honor Elmo's sacrifice. I understand what he gave to save me, and I will do everything I can to make his sacrifice worth it. Great. Noble. Okay. Were you close to Elmo before all this happened, or...? I knew him. Hmm. He was a public figure. It's a hero. He came around to, to to check on me from time to time. This kid would have been five when we did our stuff. Yep. You're right. It's true. Little Friends. kid. Princess, do you remember that? When the heroes came to us? I remember bits and pieces. I don't remember <laughs> your... <laughs> he says, I don't remember your faces, to be honest, but... Uh, he the says, stone likeness could hardly really forget the commotion that, uh, that it caused the town around that time. I do remember... The army marching off. Yeah, that was a rough day. It was a rough month. <laughs> on episode one of Thursday night. <laughs> episode one. I remember the first episode. Okay. <laughs> it's the DM. He's always in character. Oh, he's a character, alright. He's the narrator. Um, yes, Brennus thinks back to that day. Neither. People were saying, you know, it's a rough day. It's not really happy or sad. Just remembers the battle and the things he learned in that fight as he does in every fight. Damn. Like the ink fight. Yeah. Don't get pinned against a wall by a giant fucking shadow snake. Rule number one of fights. Rule number one, do not die. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Damn fingers his potion bag make sure some of his necrotic potions are ready to be anti-necrotic we're all, potions. We're all wearing our amulets. He knows what right. used to be down here, and if things have gotten worse, that doesn't mean the first things still aren't there. I forget, we just had an extended rest, right? Yep. Okay. We'll and it doesn't matter, but who were, who was there when we were 
a really big frog. Titled as the Honored Ones. Not me. Not Ren. Me. So is it just you two? Because we were Honored Ones before the actual final thing. That was when, like, while we were yes, we, helping out. Yeah. So it's but just when the two. statue was erected, you know, it was labeled with the Honored Ones. We were you got honorary it. Honored Ones. Basically, I mean, you guys kind of got. They can the always make right. more. Honored. It's kind of a bigger deal what we did after than that point. first thing we did. It's a good point. It's like yeah. getting the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Like the one the series. Yeah, exactly. Thank um. You. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. So, who certainly gets honored ones was the, the precursor, but it seems. Boy, man, it's on your resume. I'll make sure that no one will forget you were an honored one. Brandis wasn't there at the, the beginning. You were there when it mattered. Finished it. So we've got us. Ren is sitting this one out, uh, or is he coming along? And Ren's coming along. All right. Cool. Why wouldn't he? Right. Yeah, it's true. Why wouldn't he? It's just being quiet. It's so long since we've done. Maybe mewling He's over busy. some new assignment from his with, uh, devil lord or something. Who else is here? Uh, Frida. Probably. Not really. <laughs> Because um, we want someone who actually knows what the magic's supposed to do, in case it's going wrong. Um, it was pushing too hard. And Leaf, bringing along Blackwood and Hasten. Well, Hasten always goes with me. Hasten's yeah. always with us. Blackwood uh, and Blackwood, he, he insists. This is definitely this is part of the reason. This is his why he thing. Was here. He's hard to get rid of. That is why he, he was going to come. He here says, without us. "Hey, you don't let me come. I'll be ten minutes behind you on the road. Like this is why I'm here." Yeah. Okay. Can we get a mini for life? Just because he's awesome. Leaf? Leaf, leaf. Uh, yeah. Right here. Oh, nice. Ah, Fantastic. So we'll bring the canonists out. Take the canonists Alright, so that's everybody who's here then. Should be. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Does he have a um, flail? We have an amulet for life and the others as well. Yep. I cool. should hope so. Just a, uh... Everyone has to hold hands. Each of the amulets is fitted with, a um... <clears throat> with a modest-sized quartz from the, uh... From the ship's treasury, you know, from its uh, stores of precious gems and yes, precious things. So it's the, she, uh, Stola explained how the quartz is the best of all the of all the gems to uh, to be imbued with this sort of like time affecting magic. And the way to launch your she did a qu- quick couple tests with other things, but her gut was right. As usual, huh? Convenient. All right. I forget what the moat house looks like. Actually, I wasn't here for the moat house. It's a he moat wasn't. house. It's a moat house. It's actually when when they were there, it was uh, ruins. It was ruins. The first one. It was broken down in the first place. Yeah. It's probably less than. And there was a dragon. House. Yeah, I don't think Hughes ever actually been to the moat house. Okay, Ur explains the moat house. But yeah. In great detail from a um, masonry standpoint. Sam knows what the moat house is because he went and fought there in one of the previous incarnations of that campaign. Nice. <laughs> Brandis, we're expensive just like that. Has heard the story and may have been the moat house during one of the previous. Elemental he built the moat house. Temple of Elemental Evil fight. When it was That's just a house. As expected, he built the moat. The time distortion becomes more prominent as you grow closer to what is left of the standing structure. Parts of it are completely. Covered in hundreds of years of thick vine growth, while other areas remain entirely free of life, as though some eccentric groundskeeper has been tending to it. There is a tree growing out of the center of the courtyard where you faced down a young white dragon over ten years ago. 
Was it a blue dragon? It was a blue dragon. A young blue dragon over ten years ago. In fact, the moat house itself is barely recognizable as a structure you once investigated so long ago. Still, the presence of evil lingers here like a dark cloud. Some things, it seems, are slow to change. It was a shadow of a... It was a husk of a building when we came back to it the first time. It's even less husky. It's one stone stacked on another stone. Leaf leads you to a side passage which appears partially collapsed but clear enough to traverse safely. The tunnel leads deep into the moat house's underground chambers. Are there evidence of the plants, things around here, of, like, trees? Are things, like, actively switching back and forth, or is the change once affected seemingly the growth, the, the growth here is clearly, some of it is far more than could possibly have grown in the 12 years since you've been here. The, the tree in the middle that uh, has grown kind of Hundreds where of the years blue old. dragon was, it looks like it's a hundreds of years old tree, and uh, but s- some of the growth looks new, but that wouldn't be unusual. It's mostly the the older growth that uh, is more strange in this bushes. case. Yeah. Right, or just well, the decay just overgrown. of the building itself. Even even parts of the building, uh, the, the Aurora knows, like the rocks and masonry has crumbled as if dozens of years. That's of, about five hundred years erosion. of erosion right there. Yeah. And yet, yeah. some parts that were once ruined, it's like that looks like a brand new beam. Yeah, the individual stones, like you know, look like they've just been, I don't like this. just been uh, masoned, mortared, made, made. Strange. It's not like any part of the collapsed building has become uncollapsed, but like the individual components, like the stone itself, so like that, that beam that's been lying on the ground for the last fifty years, rotting away slowly, is yeah. now a perfectly. Yeah, looks like someone had, like, freshly cut that beam. It's just still on the ground as if it had been torn from its... Intriguing. I'm almost almost like hyper-aged. You're not. Dust. The, uh... Well, you're older. You don't know what you would have expected to, uh, what you would have expected to feel, but, uh... But you don't feel anything, which maybe means the amulets are working. Who has aged the most times of all of us. Would probably have the best insight. It's sort of like, am I aging again? Is this what it feels like when I'm aging? <laughs> and he says, this is what it usually feels like for me. Do you guys feel like you're aging faster? Only I've only aged. Taller. Only when you're talking. <laughs> Brandis does not acknowledge this comment. <laughs> when he ignores people, he blames it on his hard of hearing. Hard of hearing. He has excellent. Brandis hearing. is responsible for more than a few of, of Aurora's gray hairs. Fantastic. Distinguished. She actually no. She has like a few. Like she she knows the moment. She's like, ah, yes. Uh, this was when Brandis ate those horses. Yeah, I'll never forget. On a bet. The bet is, I bet you can piss off Aurora. <clears throat> Alright. Hugh has, um, it's dark, he's got, you know, his classic ever-glowing torch as you out. You guys are going to descend into the, uh... Uh, yeah, Hugh was originally thinking, <laughs> what are we going to investigate this area for? And it seems like the most, I don't know, you haven't really discussed it, but checking out to see where the actual former location of the obelisk. Yeah. Leaf just uh, kind of points to the passage and says, well, here it is. This tunnel leads down to the main chamber. That's where the obelisk is. <laughs> Shall we? Light on your feet, and Damon hops down on the first step. Uh-huh. No time for the person. The first step crumbles. He hops quickly to the second step. He says, watch that first step. He uh, says, what first? You reach the massive pit where the dark purple obelisk has been waiting patiently. 
As Leaf had said, the lowering platform is broken and smashed upon the flat surface down below. Or it looks over the edge. I could get down in a second. Yeah, it was your uh, grappling hook thing. I could just fly down. <laughs> I mean, the can rest of us. Damn, it says, uh, I can get down. Uh, well, then uh, he says, uh, Or I can summon wrath. Every single one of you has a flying I mean, we can all fly. It's a little constricted here, though. It is. Damon says, uh, very well. Uh, the, unfortunately, the hook only has so much length on it. Oh. Is, is, the, the actual interior was huge. Mm-hmm. What is that? Where, so, I haven't looking, been here before. Oh, looking so. down, a description me. of the area would be lovely. Looking, looking down over the, uh, the edge of this precipice, you see um, maybe 100 feet down, less than that, probably like 30, 40 feet down, maybe, is the top of what must be a massive obelisk. You can barely see it. I mean, the light doesn't uh, go that far. It's almost as if whatever is down there is emitting darkness as much as your torch is emitting light. Uh, And then down below that, to the surface of this massive cave, is hundreds of feet uh, below that, and this obelisk stands erect in this in this humongous cave. It's floating, like on now, its tippy tip. Did they say the obelisk cracked when it happened before? Or? They did say that. Can we see the crack? We can't really here? see the obelisk at this point. Miranda's oh. summons Flyburn in a burst of uh, arcane smoke. Now it's, then Flyburn then crawls down ew, through the opening ew. upside down and then flies and Miranda begins hovering around. With the noise echoing in the chamber. Damon mentions the pervasive to flies says, down. This obelisk has some sort of perilous curse upon it. We should be careful. The last time we strode upon its surface, it tried to attack us. Indeed. Indeed, it swallowed us into some other extra-dimensional space, as I recall. Looking to Aurora. Yes, it was very unpleasant, but you do it's have to do a lot of things in order to be able to get it in that space. Damon says... Did they try to harm us just walking out? I do still have one of those potions. Mm-hmm. Actually, two. Oh, oh no. No, that was for the no. <laughs> that was no. That was for the a different crystal. Yeah, let's not go into that crystal. That was in that Crater Ridge Mines Tower thingy. That's right. That chunk. Um, for now, let's let us fly down carefully. We choose to descend, each in his own method. Ah, uh, sorry. So be it. Among all of you, there's enough extra carrying capacity on each of your various mounts to take uh, one of your guests. Frida just floats. Uh, kind of a translucent sphere forms around her as it just kind of floats down as like a soap bubble. Or grabs leaf and with the help of Raxus. As you get down level with the surface of the obelisk, only, you know, a couple dozen feet below. You notice that the surface is covered with a light powder of snow. On the far end, you see a glowing fissure, maybe 30 feet in length. Cold air is pouring from it, as well as a few flakes of snow. Leaf shivers. That wasn't here last time. Well, not as big, anyway. It was only about 10 feet across when when all this happened. How big is it now? They were 30. 30. The air. What quality of air is coming through? In a week? Frida, uh, Frida, from her uh, from her floating bubble, she says, The boy is right. By my calculations, it's growing at an exponential rate. It's only a matter of time before this thing swallows up Hamlet. 
Even then, that will be the least of our concerns. Is that you can see her just, she's like talking as her eyes are shut, just holding her hand out, clearly um, getting a, focusing a, her attention on the magic. And that's a crack in the obelisk. Yes. So the time distortion seems to be emanating from this crack? Sure. says, I believe so. It's not a crack, she says, with almost a little bit of distaste that she always does when people use the wrong terminology for magic. She says, it's a planar tear, a wound of sorts. Usually the veil can mend itself rather quickly, but whatever caused this... She continues to hold her hand out. Look, look at the edges of the fissure. Do you, do you see? And she points. She says, there's some sort of, well, the only equivalent I can think of is cauterization, only in the form of evil. Pure evil. Hmm. This fissure can't heal, and the amount of energy pushing from the other side is widening it further. What's the quality of the air that's coming through? Cold. Is it, is it pure in its, in its nature? Or is it, does it kind of like, is it tainted with any sort of smog or pollutant? Is it, does it speak of any certain terrain on the other pure. side? <laughs> it, is, it is very pure. Very pure, but but uh, definitely mixed with this evil presence that you you know this whole place is just kind of oppressively evil. evil, and uh, and you can feel it almost wafting onto you the cold primarily, but then this sort of almost echo like a Damon says yeah. the a moisture almost like a moisture of evil evil mist fit an evil mist Damon says the the purity. Of the uh, of the air coming from that other place suggests some sort of some sort of kind of supernatural environment. He says, really, uh, to be to find this kind of air, one would have to go out onto the Great Glacier itself. He says, uh, who knows what kind of divine or devilish realm it connects to? She said it was planar. Can we not find out? One of the uh, realms of cold than the elemental chaos, or? I know one of the layers of hell is supposed to be rather cold. Yeah. Says, Kenya or something? Is there something? Is yeah. this a leak? Kenya. Is this a leak that goes to nothing, or is this? Does this go somewhere? There's you said it's a planar tear. She does said that it, mean it's she a... clearly said there is stuff is coming from the other side, so there must be something on the other side. Yeah. Um, Although she does not answer you directly because she just got her eyes shut as she's continuing to kind of feel. Could we go to the other side? Oh, uh, if things can come out. Things can probably go in. She says, no, no! And, like, kind of snaps out of it, glances at Ren, glances at uh, Brannis, and says, it's far too dangerous. Yeah, when continues to talk to Brannis and says, he says if there's pressure on the other side that is causing the widening of this gap, we have no indication as to when this might stop growing. It seems, it seems like it's the next if step If it to will me. stop growing. Brannis we could just attempt to close it from this side. Through just that it's unclosable, the amount of pressure coming through. She well, says, from this side, and just sort of laughs again, completely disrespectful. It would be like trying to rebuild a dam while it's bursting. No. The only way would... No. We can't. Yeah, you know we're going. And so you're says. saying we do need to go. No! Dude, <laughs> no. He's there and says, you're not my mom. Get over it. She says, well, I'm not telling you how. I helped you last time and it nearly got you killed. Why on earth would I risk such a thing again? Victor replies immediately and says, "Surely it's not that dangerous, sweetheart. I mean, what could go wrong in the Shadowfell?" And you all can tell immediately that uh, that it is strange that he would call it the Shadowfell when it bears no resemblance of it. 
And uh, Frida just says, Huh, you think you're so smart, Mr. Smart Guy. Fisher is obviously connected with the elemental chaos, and if you think creating an energy barrier and fusing a terror is easy on that side, then you've got another thing coming. And then Victor smirks, and Frida's eyes suddenly widen with realization. You tricked me! And then she just closes her eyes and starts, like, making the same motion as if she's taking readings, but is clearly just like... I'm taking so many readings! Closing her eyes and just... Waving her hand. Anyone looks uh-huh. at Blackwood. He says, Squids at him. He says, Hey, I wouldn't do it if she wasn't so cute and she was angry. He noticeably winks at Ren. Quite the firecracker you've got there. Distress I wish Lincoln was here for that. Within. Um, <laughs> Damon says, Look, if we can't uh, stop it from this side, then we either leave because we're wasting our time. It's not like I have other things that I need to do too. Or we're going and we fix this problem. We go in and we fix the problem. Damn uh, Damn uh. I'm not afraid of a little cold, are you? She smiles. She already knows the answer. Well, given that Victor, this is a. Victor just says, I agree. That's what we're doing. Besides, and he kind of brushes uh, snow away from the obelisk with, the, um, with his foot casually. You realize he's kind of just gotten down and is now standing on the obelisk. He says, We may be able to kill two birds with one stone here. I'm just kind of looking at the thing. I would be interested in knowing what the cause of this was. I mean, this area is more of a symptom than the cause. Certainly, but Brennus quickly, seeing where Blackwood's standing, says, um, Be careful. When we were last here, touching the surface of the obelisk was dangerous. Hazardous. Are you feeling anything? He says, I see it. I'm keeping it away. And then you see the kind of. the, the, the purple lines underneath the surface of the obelisk, much as you would like a witness around 12 him, years ago. Uh, like, they're kind of shooting towards him like snakes, but then getting stopped, you know, several feet below the surface, as uh, clearly there's something preventing them from getting closer, and you just see Victor kind of smirking and looking down. Damn, it's good to know it's still active. Huh. The obelisk itself is not... Damn, says to Aurora, he says... You know, call on the light of Bahamut to drive back some of these evil mists. But of course, she attempts to do so. She, she totally does. She takes out her hammer and she just touches it to the um, to the surface that's still covered in snow. And she looks over to them. She says, "Mind your eyes." And then a burst of light actually flows into this, and the, the prismatic effect actually briefly lights the entire chamber. And you can see all the way down into the, into the darkness that is being repelled by it. And then phew, and all the tendril things seem to be missing. Yeah, the tendrils completely go away, but then some of the, some of the snow has melted. Suddenly, like a hose being blocked and then released, the gush of energy coming from the fissure then bursts out in stronger force as you can all feel the cold the cold air and the uh, and that tangible misty evil uh, evil presence wash over you as it continues Ooh. to pour out and Aurora raises her you know for the first time the realizes just how much sort of pressure this uh, this fissure is under is it coming from the obelisk, or is it not from really the fish. related? Okay. Not related, just bad timing. Hm. Brennus says, well, we have 
dealt with the elemental chaos before, and you are a frequenter. There so, is something. Frequent is an understatement. He has there a house chaos. there. So <laughs> we don't need a guide. Damn! It says I'm not afraid of that place, but I haven't looked over one percent of it either. He says it's an infinite realm, much like the nine hells. He says. Whatever, whatever place, whatever forgotten corner of the uh, chaos that this is connected to seems like one of the nastiest spots that I've even heard about. Mm-hmm. He says, "Mind you, it is a uh, is a place that that we have allies, and uh, once we get on the other side, I'll reach out to them." The uh, what's it the Captain Ramos and his boys. Oh no, the other guys. The um, yeah, so, Sorry, there we go. We were with. Yeah. Captain Ramus. In addition to the myriad of contacts that Damon has, Aurora shivers a little bit. Victor is it still. It sounds just... cold. I don't know where where, where this is. But... Victor just keeps brushing the snow away as it goes, and then he uh, and then stop using his feet. He just kind of pushes his hands over, and as if a gigantic broom is uh, sweeping it away, he's just kind of brushing it all off the top of the obelisk so he can get a better. Aurora look at likes it. displays of magic. She doesn't understand it. It's all like it's all like a show, you know. And then uh, when he notices at the corner of his eye, Aurora watching, as the snow just gets brushed off the side, it then collects into a big cloud and then shoots up into the air and then exploding like a firework as then it sprinkles back down onto the surface of the obelisk. Which is the snow back on the obelisk. That it's a little bit self defeating. A little bit. Uh, he's clearly just kind snowing, of playing. Has he looks like he's deep hair. in thought, and it, almost as if he just kind of People does this while he's thinking. This is almost the equivalent of someone just like fiddling with a pencil between their fingers. He's just tossing stuff around. And now Aurora has snow in her hair. Uh, well done. Hugh directs <laughs> question to Frida and uh, Ren. If we were to go on the other side and attempt to close this, do we have everything we need to do so, and then to get back? She says, uh, Frida says, says, it sounds like it depends on what's on the other side. Frida says, yeah, I would think so. Damon says, this is the chaos. It's the chaos. There's there's stories about a million things that that our our races have never even dreamed of before. The chaos is infinite. I've watched the chaos and the astral sea and the other infinite realms for a thousand years, and I have still only seen a fraction of it. Damon says, this is a place that someone suited to my approach. We just gotta go. Well, I'm all for Leaf, are you sure you fixing problems, this? but I'm not much for taking lips off leaps off of cliffs. Damon holds up without looking. I'm not trying to rush you. Take it the time you need. I just I just I have the feeling. I'd, says, I'd I'd say it's not that going it anywhere, down to but it, it will be steps into the darkness. But he, of course, he's not trying to hassle. He's just trying to say, like, this is kind of my approach. This is kind of the situation. More of a calculated swan dive than a random leap. He won't be totally in. But no, no. I mean, by all means, yeah. Like, I know. But Muhammad's light is always with you. We're not just going in there and saying, "Oh, we don't actually know how to close this rift or how to get back." Or I would like to make sure that's not the case. We have the resources we need to at least make an attempt at this. Victor just or do we need to collect anything before we go? It's an unknown. Why so is Mr. I mean, we have our resources, which is pretty damn good resources, but like... 
No, nothing in addition. Victor just either. looks up to Hugh and responds. He says, "Look, what we've got here could be emerging." As he just is continuing, just looks down at the obelisk. Emerging. Emerging. Right. Says, when you take Oops. the fact that we aren't far from the Temple of Elemental Evil into consideration, I'm almost sure of it. Because you've heard of that legend, haven't you? Merging? Brandon says, clearly. I remember something about hearing how the spell plague happened. Certain planes crossed into each other. It's an obscure story, but Brandis has heard of it. Legend tells that the temple of elemental evil exists in both the material world and the elemental chaos. Two spiritual halves of the same structure kept separate by planar boundaries. According to the bards, if the two temples were ever brought into conjunction, they would form a permanent, enormous conduit between the planes. Dimensional boundaries for miles would waver and blur, opening the way for a massive invasion of demonic and elemental creatures. That sounds kind of like what happened... Damn jaw drops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it Brandis that recites the... Uh, yes. Vic- and Victor just responds, he says, So... Save the town and stop the end of the world nonsense before it gets out of hand. Sounds like a good deal to me. If we're close to the temple on this side, we're probably not far from it on the elemental chaos as well. And he just starts walking towards the rift. I would imagine that Brandis and Dan would get into a huge argument. Like, Dan yelling at him why he never thought to mention this before, and Dan Brandis saying, as I recall, this is the first time you've ever uttered the word Well, we'll play it out. Don't, don't, don't play his character. Brandis uh, certainly gets uh, a little huffy at this, saying that there are literally hundreds of stories of the planes messing up and there being g- g- demons and elementals pouring through. But this was actually probably fifth or sixth down on the list of stories that Brandon thought would most likely be real in the situation we're dealing with. And Damon says, you were there when the elemental guests tried to invade our plane. You know that's been a small project I've been working on too. In my spare time when I haven't been looking for my lost family. Brandon says, I've been chasing down cultists. I've been busy. A lot of cultists all over the place. Damon rolls his like eyes and he says, Guards, this isn't the time. Let's find We've out got a Fisher what to close. we're working with. Follows Blackwood. Fishers to close, people to see. Demons to smite. Brandon says, I'll make sure we get out of there whether or not we... Well, Whether or not we get out of there, I'll make sure we get out of there. I'll make sure we get out of there. Leaf has hopped down from whose mountain was he on? Mine. Leaf hops down from Raxus onto the surface. Huge thud as he had jumped from a little higher than you uh, expected, grown man, to jump down. That's foolish. And uh, he says, time. "Well, then there's no time to lose." And he just strides Leaf. up to join he, uh, Victor. Did he hear what we said? Uh, Elemental chaos? You seriously? Or it just looks like I'm like. Trying to make sure that this guy knows what he's getting into. She would hate to feel responsible for yet another death. He says, "If I die in the line of duty, trying to uh, fix to, to fix what I have caused here, then it will be a worthwhile death." Damon regards Leaf and says, "It's a foolish gesture, are... given the amount, uh, given the depth of things you're getting involved in. But it's your choice." And I don't even know if you were necessarily the cause. He and says, "Look, well, down, down here, the rope broke, and then the world shattered." Well, Clearly being melodramatic about it. Brandis pats him on the back. Proud of this young old man. <laughs> this old man. A this old boy. Now. I'd love to hear you tell you the story boy. <laughs> about how a little boy who farted in a dragon attacked his town. <laughs> he had to live with that. 
please stop telling that story to Seldy. <laughs> she started to repeat it. Has she stopped farting? <laughs> but it hasn't worked. You keep teaching her new ways to! Alright, well... There's the um, squealer. So we're taking a leap of faith here? Is that essentially what's going on? We're leaping into this, not clearly sure how this is going to end up. That sounds like the plan. That sounds like what we plan to do. I don't know if I call it Now that we know it's emerging, maybe there's more information to be had on the subject. Says, I thought we didn't know what it was and we didn't know what was on the other side. And we weren't going to wait around and figure out more. But, anyone has any more information on invasions of the elemental chaos here to our plane, there are interested parties present he looks around at people. <laughs> He's in the no. mood. Victor, Victor just says, all I know is the legend. Damn, and says, let's make it reality. Let's keep let's, it from becoming reality. Yeah, I was going to say. Poor choice of words there. <laughs> Look, if it's real... <laughs> God, damn it dives through. God, damn it dives through the crevice. Off he goes. Aurora follows. Pretty just goes, ah, whoop. And then her bubble zooms towards the. Uh, Is she gonna come with us? The fissure. All right, good. Good on her. Is it dangerous to go into the fissure? I guess we should have asked that before Damon jumped in. It's not how Damon. Fantastic. Uh, he was Come on, here. Let's go. Uh, dismisses brass with the familiar code word and uh, phrase <laughs> and. Uh, Hops into the rift with money misgiven, many misgivings, and that is a big deal. I think Brandis, <laughs> he would do that. <laughs> um, who is still on Flyvern? Poor Flyvern. Flyvern reels back in the way a fly might, <laughs> um, and the last person to go in front of in front of Brandis hears him. Muttering something about, if I'm going through, you are too! <laughs> Forces Flavern into a crevice. This thing would summon mouths on a man. You don't have a mouth, so where do you put, like, the bit on your bridle? Like, is it just through you its tie eyes or something? No, it has a proboscis horrible the thing. Proboscis? Yeah, the, the, you, like, around the proboscis. <laughs> So I hate this sanitary. thing. So. Maybe actually, Brendan's just kind of holds onto the the like tufts of Pokes giant insects, insect fur. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Holds on like Off we go. Easy. Before you stretches a snow-covered tundra lit with glittering peaks of ice. Glaciers stretch out for mile in every direction as snow falls heavily all around you from a bleak blue-gray sky. The howling wind is bone-chilling, almost more so than the icy ground under your feet or the snow gathering around your ankles. The fissure remains open behind you, drawing in the cold winds like a basin's drain. In the distance, you can see a soft orange-yellow glow struggling against the snow and wind, but it appears to be miles away. How does the fissure look behind us? Fishery? The fissure, upon examination appears to be widening slowly, seemingly drawing energy from malignant sources somewhere nearby. Hmm. Frida, is, yeah, she's in there and immediately is just looking at it, kind of waving her hands. So can we close it? Dunlin, can you hear us? No response. 
thought so. This is These are the worst need to communicators strike more often before we go into these things. Can we just On the same venue, Daleman on the speaking stone tries to Leaf? contact Captain Remus. Uh, immediately upon saying that, Leaf uh Leaf says I can tell I can tell your ship. Yes, that's a useful thing I can do. Clearly, the boy, upon seeing this place, and, uh... It dawns on him. It dawns on him the magnitude of, uh, the task before him, and clearly still trying to be useful in, uh, in every way he can think of. He says, that is what I'll do. I can do that. I can help. How are you going to get back up out of the obelisk hole? He says, I got a pack, I got rope, grappling hook. It's only 30 feet up. 100 feet up. Hundred feet up in increments of thirty. Got a strong arm. I'm not a kid anymore. He says that like a kid. He's like anti-freedom. He says, "Don't worry about me," and point steps through the fissure. Okay, Brian says, says Kids. "I thought he was going to take on all of uh, the evils of the world with an arm tied behind his back." Maybe he still will, while being an errand boy. Well, errand them. Assuming he didn't get disintegrated upon walking through, at least we can get back. <laughs> yeah. Guinea pig. So, yeah, Damon also tries to contact Ramus, who is currently in some corner of the elemental chaos. Fucking somebody's shit up. Ramus' ship? Yeah. Yeah? You got communication for him? Excellent. Damon just lets him know we're somewhere in the chaos. What does he talk like? I mean, he's a big, gigantic. He has a, it's like the deepest of voices. He's a half giant. Kind of like Barry White. Damon, uh, haven't seen you in a while. Damon says, uh, "Still haven't." You know how much I miss you. <laughs> don't, uh, but uh, don't try to see if you can't uh, locate our position. He says, uh, "I don't know how your all of your directional equipment works, but we just came into the chaos through some rift." He says, "I'll calibrate the instruments." Damon just kind of curses under his breath. He says, "Who knows where we are? You could be days away." But, uh, but we're here, and see if you have time, knowing you're in the area would help. Of course. We'll set course as soon as we know. I'll keep you... Abreast. Abreast. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Damon chuckles and says, thanks. He says, let my people know. And then... Let my people know. Puts on stalls first, because it's cold. And it says, after you stop the, you're the communicator, <laughs> and it says, I am happy we saved him. <laughs> yeah. He's been, he's been awesome. He's just been, I mean, yeah. He's been kicking ass to take games. He's grown on are, after we stopped, like, working with we've him. We've traveled with him many <laughs> times. That's the thing, like, yeah. like, at, like at, in the 10-year in period. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just, he's just... He's an utter explorer and totally in his element. It's so cold. Yeah, it really is cold. Uh, Hugh requests. Uh, Ren cats one of those little. Rituals. Oh, he's but pleasant rituals. Already started and finished <laughs> casting it. Even as Hugh, God. even as Hugh goes to request it, realizes it's not so cold anymore. All of a sudden. Muhammad be praised. Brandis has ice in his bushy eyebrows and bushier mustache. Bush-dish-ear. Bush-dish-ear. It's a style. It's like a snowball in his face. 
Darren samples the wind to see if he can't determine what the nature of this light in the distance is. Does it taste like campfire in the air? Is it like the oil or kind of the sweat of it is a settlement? Or what are miles we? away. But the flickering of the light looks like fire. Fire? Can definitely and someone had asked if we can close the fissure. Yes, that was Hugh. He was seeing Frida taking looks at the like, can we just close this and be done with this? Frida finally responds as if he had asked this a second ago. As if he had just asked this, but it being minutes later. He says, no, no. We have to find the source. And she kind of starts looking around. She says, the source of... The the malignant energy here, it's it has to be blocked. Hmm. Aurora looks around for the malignant energy. It says, again, the dam. The dam. This is like the water. Mm. Okay. Generally, you could track a stream. Hmm. Good point. Would there be any way to follow the... This is such a strong thing that you can all feel that even Daleman feels that you could be very confident, or I should say even Hugh, Damon feels confident. He feels like maybe he could uh, track the uh, track this stream. Is it seen to be in the direction of that glowing fire? It heads in that rough direction, not like exactly, but is it meander? It's in that way. Huh? Yeah, just just walking very a very short distance. Um, you can. It definitely does meander. Like it's kind of hard to tell like where it might end up because it's as if there's a river, as if it's crashing against. Mm contours and rocks that, that you cannot see and just kind of almost flowing in its own world. How does it react to Aurora's kind of divine radiance? Does it like split and go around her or just fall right through her? Aurora just kind of feels it constantly like crashing against her. As if she were a big rock in a stream. It's not knocking her over but she definitely feels it and it starts to get tiring before long. That you know, it's this That and the trudging through the snow part. Yeah, but the trudging through the snow is, you know, just even after a couple minutes, pales in comparison to the how draining this. Can we walk uh, next to it? Aurora decides to walk next to it. She does not want to wade in the river. Aurora quickly figures out that you can. It appears to be a very focused kind of like stream, and if she moves to the side, huh. she can find herself Clever clear. Of it. She can just sort of dangle her fingers in it to keep her way. Yeah. <laughs> Damon has a. Mixed of kind of eager emotions and kind of like this is a stomping ground, right? Puzzling, yeah. Well, sort of. I mean, it is. It's it's mostly due to the fact that he kind of heard about this latest rumor and kind of which could be a potentially huge piece of information on what happened to him, which he knows connected in some way, which he believes is connected in some way to all the all his people he's been looking for here in in the chaos. So that kind of like renewed energy and excitement, you know, very very visible. Also, he's a little bit puzzled because he really kind of expected there to be, like, a fight, like, right on the other side of the... He expected to come out, like, swinging as he went through that, that crevasse. If this is something that, like, people are trying to rip open holes and, like, the cult's back, he's he's expecting a fight around every corner. And the fact that no one's in the area, it's like this thing that's flowing through, like, the frozen tundra, is like, maybe it's, like, almost even something accidental or some, like, natural phenomenon that just kind of, like, happens to be, like, hitting this point. You know, there's no temple of elemental evil in sight, so he's now having kind of some uh, some questions about who may be involved. Doesn't yeah. know. Maybe they're protecting the source. He moves on. Uh, given Daemon's 
concern of why they were not met, Hugh begins looking around the area for any signs of life, uh, any tracks that anyone has been here recently. Granted, it's a lot of snowfall, so it'd be fairly difficult to tell, but uh, tries to see if this has been any activity here in this area recently. Hmm. Besides our own. Hugh can tell. You can tell that not too long ago, the three sets of footsteps that have walked through this area directly towards the fissure. Hmm. Like, um, humanoid? Hum- oh, seems like, yeah, human footsteps, heavy, like like that of grown. From this direction? To grown the men. Yeah. I mean, no one else can see it at all, but Hugh is an epic yeah. tracker. The freshly driven snow. Can't yeah, it smells like constantly, like I'm just kind of oh, blowing around. He can he tell you're something else. within 24 hours. There has been right. three people have walked through this area uh, from the thing to the fissure into the fissure. Yeah, right. it says what sort of direction? Like as though they tracks like lead, leading right into the fissure or leading to it or something or what? Exactly? To the fissure from the direction you're going. Okay, and right. sort of following along this dark energy emanation. Brandon says, we need to warn Hamlet. Didn't they receive three emaciated children? Oh, that's true. That could be bad. If we can come through, there's no reason to think that if we can come through... She gets really pale. ...things haven't been coming through aside from dark energy. I mean... Um. Yeah, knowing where we are in the elemental chaos would be great. I mean, if this happened to be the corner which is... Populated by happy snowmen, then that would be good to know. Or if this is, you know, you mean the good neighborhood of the elemental. Walks down just gestures to the skies, which are like blue gray, off to the horizon, and like turns around and says, "This, this is what it means to deal with the chaos. This is what our world must never become." So it's bad. Whatever came through, it's not, you know, it's out just... to try the Danish or something. Yeah, out to try the Danish and then destroy everything. To him and says, "Epic." We should send word to Hamlet. Indeed. Did you? Did you see I, children? Yes, they looked like children. To be fair, I didn't exactly investigate it. I gave them milk. Did they, they drink, drink it? Milk? Yeah. <laughs> I well. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, one thing they have in common with us. Whoever or whatever they are. They can digest lactose. They Aurora can't didn't notice lactose. anything unusual, oh, but as is Aurora's way, you know. She, um... Only saw the good in them! Epic trust! Well, they're children! She is extraordinarily insightful when she is suspicious. But when not suspicious, as you guys all know, time after time after time. You mean you have a deal for long distance? (laughs) Sign me up. I'll take three! Tell me more! If I ever need to be the cause of your undoing, I will use children. (laughs) Wow. You did say that. Um, Aurora takes it as one of those maybe like backhanded insults that he's like upset, but it's probably not. <laughs> She's giving him way too um, much credit right now. Logical jotting down how things would happen. She'll, he has a list for every person. Exactly. Like, well, so that's. You yeah, will go back and tell him. Yeah. Ice things. Well. Mm. I mean, we could commu- send a communication. Yeah. Just by going through the thing and talking. Oh yeah, uh, or Ren could go warn them. Or you could send. He could send. A, I mean, he could send a magical a direct line to Thunderstrike. Then could. Yeah, uh, it does. Doesn't mean that's right. 
Let him know. Way better. Orders are relayed. As soon as... Say this. Make a group perception check. What does that mean? You mean make a group perception check. The difficulty... Oh, so like our combined total has to be something. No, uh, uh, the way a group check works is the majority, meaning half of you, need to succeed in order for the group to succeed. The difficulty is this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Succeed. Oh, I, I got twenty numbers. exactly. I got thirty. I rolled oh a two on the enemy's stealth check, so it's a total of twenty-eight percent. I would pass even if I rolled a one. My bonus is 28. <laughs> oh my god. What, what did, did you, you get, roll? Aurora? 18. <laughs> so Aurora, we're three for never four. suspicious. <laughs> right However, after like, I would use children to use that. The, the second before the attack, she throws a snowball at someone. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play, let's play. The group succeeds, and therefore, there is no surprise round. Thank god. For what? Roll. Initiative. I've been waiting to hear that. Yeah! Three! Yeah! <laughs> yes! Honestly, the better of the two checks to roll it on. I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> oh! Good night for 20s, wow. Critical I rolled, initiative. I rolled a 19. What? Do you have a increased threat ranger on your initiative? <laughs> no. 32! Critical initiative! No, it's it's weapon expertise, so it'd be initiative expertise. <laughs> initiative expertise. I did. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're right, right. Sweet, sweet, I got to. Do you have initiative, initiative mastery? Your initiative critical threat range is increased by one. Brandis, thirty-three. Aurora, thirty-two. Wow, Stalman, twenty-two. Gramps, Q. 39. No, this is assassin. He is first. This is a little bit of a twig. He's like, they're coming. They clearly know what the children are. I know. Eric? Yes. I'm going to need a growl. Yeah. What? Do we have a large growl? No. Immediately, when you notice that something is amiss, and that there are creatures uh, up ahead as you guys were traveling this direction, they were hiding. You can see them. They seem to know that you have spotted them, and immediately stand up in full force, uh, weapons drawn, dashing towards you. Dashing through the snow. Uh, the obstacles here. This yeah, is. What does this look like? A ten-foot. Like little cliff face thingy. We're on the bottom, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you get pushed <laughs> over the edge, take some damage. Um, there's uh, rough terrain. This you have to make a um, uh, a hard acrobatics check if you enter or uh, start oh your God, turn both, on it. Both sides have ice. Yeah. So this ice hard acrobatics check or, or medium acrobatics check. If you fail, you get knocked prone. So that's twenty-eight, right? Or about there? Yeah, in that neighborhood. 27. 27, okay. Uh, and then this... What is that? It's a water, right? Yeah. No, that's... Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, no, that no, does no. look like water. Because this, this is ice. ice. And then whatever oh, that is. water. 
So okay. that is a frozen lake that is a little melty, like water is flowing underneath where you are. It's kind of like a little bridge as it flows that way. Step in there, and you will sink. It is like 20 feet down. Aurora will definitely sink. Uh, Uh, It will deal 20 cold damage per round, and it requires uh, an acrobatics or an athletics check to get out. That's uncool. Um, this is a raised thing, or just mm. more ice. That's ten feet up. Same with that. Ten feet up. And that. Ten feet um, up. Little triangles are rough terrain. I'm guessing. Same cliff here. Okay. <laughs> triangles, rough terrain, snowbank thingy. I'm on a cliff here. Okay. So work <coughs> at the bottom of a ledge. And Hugh is first. You're up. Go. Don't forget about doing mechanics first, flavor after. I've been on flavor. You're on the clock. Ooh, ooh, let's do some. You are flying on Flyburn. I mean, I'm not on the ground on Flyburn. You know where Flyburn is. Yeah, I just, I just don't want to get right. Okay. Aww. That's my one. Um, okay, I'm just trying to think here. So I currently don't have eyes on any of the people attacking us because I'm at the bottom of a 10 foot cliff. Well, don't run yet. Or does, are we saying the cliff does not block line of sight, or it does, or how does that work? It does. It does block line of sight. Okay, so they can't see us, and we can't see them, but we know they're there. Yeah, yeah, we perceived them. We Let's see. see. I could climb up. I could move around. Um. So if this is ten feet up. Is this the equivalent to being at the top of the cliff? Yeah. 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 Like this is the same height as that. Correct. Okay. Interesting. Just only these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave everything on the table. Big ass holder. I just need to get a line of sight so we can actually see. <coughs> big ass growl. Yeah, big ass growl. That's clearly the biggest thing in here. We kind of need some knowledge checks to see how tough these guys are. I kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so we're going to do this just because I kind of want to get some damage in initially at least. Yeah. So, what's the athletics checks to just basically jump a square? Definitely with the athletics, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's divided by five horizontally. Divided by five horizontally. So if you get a 20, you get four squares square, so jump. So just to jump, one is... Five. Five. Okay, yeah, that's easy then. So he's going to move onto this ice. Boom. Make his acrobatics check. He basically cannot occupy this square. Yeah, no, yeah okay. Um... He makes the acrobatics check for staying upright on the ice. Is it every time you move on it, or just when you enter or leave it, or whatever? Uh, it's when you start your turn or enter it. Okay, cool. Um. With me, <laughs> it should be the people that are acrobatic. It's easy. The people that are not, it will be not so much. A bit of a problem. Gets up here behind, partially behind this little rock face thing. Um, he will quarry uh, this one. And then Bad also English. the grill. Like, you're gonna have like so many quarries on that guy. You could quarry him a few times. I know. I could just give him like decoration. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the grill won't mind. Or better. Okay. Um, and then I've got a standard. So we will do something. It's really hard to do without doing anything on them. Let's do pinning strike. Is it traditionally? doesn't hit for shit and always misses. Let's open up with that. Uh, actually, do Biting Volley. Fuck it. So, he's going to do Biting Volley on this chick. 
Ooh, a 20 and a 3. So, open up with a crit and a miss. Probably. Let's double check. Right. Uh, it's versus reflex. It's going to be a... Oh, I have... I've made that print out for me, so let me get that print out. Okay, cool. Um, just make sure I've got this right up. So it's going to be... Who are you attacking? Uh, attacking the closest one here. Oh, I should say what you see. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what you see is... <coughs> these two are just humans. Or, or they look like humans. They're humanoid, at least. Okay. Um, and they are wearing, like, uh, like fur coats, you know, bundled <coughs> up, walking this direction. And behind them is an enormous, larger than you have ever seen or heard of, uh-huh. Grell. Uh, which is, like, a big, huge, almost floating... Like a brain, brain. like almost well, like <laughs> floating brain <laughs> with a big, huge beak and a whole bunch of tentacles dangling down from it. Basically, like that beholder if you were upside down. Okay. Um, and he had no eyes. And he had no eyes or mouth. It's just a beak. How just quick eyeball? How tough do these humans look? Um, these chumps. There is or? something off about them. They move in a way that is a bit unnatural, and uh, they were coming at you with confidence. Okay. I mean, and and they've got. The largest grell you have ever heard of, clearly as like a pet. A pet. Okay, uh, so he attacks the human because it looks something off. So the first one's a crit. The second one is going to be a. Uh, I get plus three, so that's going to be six. Twenty-eight plus six is thirty-four <coughs> versus reflex. Uh, thirty-four versus reflex on the uh, humanoid person looking is not going to hit. It's within two. It's within two. Uh, let's go ahead and make it a hit, then, just because that's good enough. So we'll use heroic effort. effort. Um, assuming that the first hit doesn't kill it. Somehow first I doubt that. will not kill it. Okay, delightful. So he'll use that. Boom. So, and that'll be a hit as well. Um, so... Okay, so that'll be... Mr. Ball crit and hit on not bald. Okay, so that should be everything. Delightful. So, uh, <clears throat> Hugh, uh, unable to see the enemies up ahead, but just being able to, in a combination of being able to smell them uh, from the area and hearing their movement up ahead. Um, quickly alerts the others as they all, again, we're quite good at this, and we all hear them coming as well, and he leaps across the frozen river and hides behind this, um, kind of looks like a, uh, an ice formation that has slowly appeared over time, that, like, ice gets deposited and just somehow, like, got caught here, gets built up as time went on, so it's a sort of, like, pillar, uh, of ice that is here. Um, sees the shifty-looking human ahead of him, and um, not exactly from surprise, but uh, again sends two uh, a, a set of arrows right at its mast that it has difficulty leaping out of the way of, and the first one gets right into its meaty bits, and the second one uh, again strikes it fairly deeply as it tries to avoid them. As he takes cover and calls the others to check. Yeah, definitely. So I'll give you damage for just a moment here. In just a moment. All right. In just a moment. Cool. 
Okay, so... I love that hit on a three with, with heroic effort. That makes me happy. That Who's next? Next so. is some of the enemies. Okay. So... Crap. That's going to be 12. As you is taking aim, the creature in front of him <clears throat> glances at him curiously. And as... They're both female. As she looks at him, he feels... His mind kind of wandering, almost as if, why am I attacking this person? Here. That's true. It was fairly unprovoked. They <laughs> felt that they were ambushing them. And that'll be a 44 versus will. Oh, that'll uh, definitely hit. What is that word? It that'll means be a, a 27 uh, psychic damage. You'll react to that. <clears throat> Do uh, you That hits me by eight. We gain 13 hit points. Cool. Um, so hang on. So minus 27, and then plus 13. Yeah. Um, and then what happens? Your day uh, I can't read it because you're away. Days. One round, basically. Yep. See, that would be this kind. There you go, bud. Okay. No. Oh, uh, and it pulls. Pulls me four. Oh no! Okay, that's kind of shit. Lurch toward her. Days. You, we've Days. seen you do that before. You, jeez, big old doe eyes. He can't help himself. Okay. Help us. Francis is here. Yeah. Do you have any ongoing? The, the other one moves forward. Makes the same attack against Brandis. <gasps> new Brandis, new! Do they see us? Are we over a wall? Or? Well, they can see you because you're on your mount. 30? So you occupy a larger space. Well, you know, too wide, but also too up. So. They Hard can't target um, Dalen or Aurora until they get closer. It's Corey. 30 versus Will? Oh. No. 30 versus Will? Will. Guys! What? Will didn't hit Brandis! It's been years! Randis! I gotta go! Good night, everybody! So, if someone looks at you innocently. One? With the plus one in that helmet? (laughs) An innocent face doesn't quite sway Brandis. Let's get the shopping. Brandis is more suspicious of an innocent face. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I'm gonna come towards you at all! I mean. They're like, oh, she looks harmless. Yeah. More reason I should fear her. <laughs> Brandis trusts Minotaurs. He knows exactly what they can Sully. do. And hates Selby. He worries about Selby in the She's night. She's a trap. He's just holding his blankets with his eyes wide open. She was in the garden again today. Why do you think he wanted to... I can tell. He's the children. He knows they're the most dangerous. But not the British I oh, forgot to catch my It's a four, actually. So that's no Sorry, I'm missing. Plus three. It's twelve. Four. 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 Had like okay. Yeah. <laughs> the growl. 
plus 18 is 30. Dropped it twice no, in a row. No, 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 I'm aware no. of the situation. Flashbacks! Flashbacks! Growl flashbacks! PTSD! Floats forward. Quickly through the air. It just, you know, flies under its own power towards you as then it's tentacles shoot out in every direction. Do not wait! I've seen enough anime to know where this ends. Uh, everybody. All the directions? Clyburn takes damage and attacks as well, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's a close-up burst all around. Here it is. <coughs> no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <clears throat> oh! About that. Woo! Okay, I can, like, make done. that reroll, That's right? That's a 47, a 46, a 39, a 41, and a 40 against each of you, with the 40 being Clyburn. Right. Yeah, that definitely gets I me. I think I have something where if I get crit, I can uncrit it. Oh. Wait, we have we have your bonus though, right? You do uh, at this moment. this moment. Miss. Not in just a second. Was what? Versus yeah. reflex? Versus reflex. Oh, God. Ugh. Well, you're critically hit. Give me like a second though, because I might be able to just go as if I don't. Though. Well. So lucky. Got the AC button here. FRW bonus is crucial. Uh, yeah. You're wondering if you have uh, some sort of utility that will stop that? Mm-hmm. 38. Now I have 40. I thought I did, but. There was, no, you had a heal effect on a crit. I don't uh, know if that's the one you were thinking of. 17. Oh, here it is. You or an ally within range of you is either subject to a critical hit or bloody by an attack. What did you do? Heal? Triggering creature can spend a healing surge. That's me. Huh. Uh, oh, this is your channel divinity. Yeah. Where do you get this it's, from? It's Valid. um, it's Amos Grace. It's the Templar um, theme bonus. Okay. Oh, nice. Cool. So I can I go. can heal. It doesn't stop it. I knew there was something on a crit. That's been useful. Yeah. Ooh, that assassin! I would rather not look at the damage because if it if, the, if it can't respect the damage, it's a reaction, it's so I can make twice yeah. of the damage. Uh, so I'm just so the up. damage to Aurora only is 55 damage and not <laughs> Yeah, I will definitely healify. Heal, healify myself. So I will expend Amos Grace uh, to spend a healing surge. That's minus. So you have the feet. Huh? Minus 55. Yeah, I do. So I will immediately spend my healing surge. Not up to full, but I'm pretty close. So you don't have any more meds, sorry. Hey, you gave me just enough. Just long enough. Just for enough time. That's why it's so awesome. Um, And when I spend a healing surge, I get six resist. Set six resist all, so. A little bit of damage reduction there. Plus 55. Cool. Alright, and uh, to everybody else, the damage is 31, 35 and knocked prone to anyone that got hit. Oh, okay. Me? No, Me to anyone you else. You got crit. You got crit, oh, so your damage is yours a little more. You I don't knocked get knocked prone. prone. You also get knocked prone, yes. That was also in your Ooh. thing. So you need to roll second prone. I am not prone. Awesome. I am Sexy not prone. So I am not prone. Prone. Everyone got their damage? Uh, yeah, sorry. 35? 35. Next up is Brandis and Aurora. That's Who, good who's prone? <coughs> he was prone. Here, you want this? Sure. You've got double <coughs> going on there. Um, that's not considered a save, right? Versus prone? 
Uh, you can because you are whatever. But well, no, prone technically is... it says make a saving throw. Cool. To avoid being in, knocked prone. In that case, everyone gets a plus five to their saving throws. Yeah, that's true. And if you're adjacent to me, you can re-roll it at the end of your turn. That's funny, you could just Basically, stand on some ice. If your question is, are dwarves overpowered? The answer is, Shut yes. up, shut up, we're not overpowered. <laughs> we're not overpowered, we are just very cool. So, Brandis is also, did you get hit, Brandis? Brandis got hit, he's probably yeah, So you're also prone, and Dan is also prone? No. You I didn't get hit? Miss. Sweet. Brandis, Sexy times. Fly off <clears> time. The, I mean, that was just a whipping of a bunch of, uh... It just came, it just floated on over and. It whooped us! It was a. It went growl. Flailing tentacles. Now, the best strategy here Brandis is to let Aurora. Was not, oh, I'm not supposed to say growl tentacle, flailing tentacles. <laughs> um, so that was, I'm guessing, just from the reflex defense that the Evanisu is the white ones? Yep. Yes? Okay. So that one's that probably bloody then. Unless it has some damage resistance. Um. Yeah, let me get that in there. With hair, right? It's the one you hit? Yeah, with hair. That's what I put on the note. Hair version. Hair uh, human. How much damage did you do to it? Uh, a little over 100. Like, something, I think. I don't remember what I actually added up now. Uh, yeah, a lot. It was over 100. It was like 120. Uh, Brandis. Uh, <clears throat> mechanics first, then description. Stand up. Yeah, Emma's Grace really has been here. What's that? This is the recently off-forgotten battle standard of the stalwart. Oh, gives us plus one in defense and plus ten. Defenses. Uh, we have some corner things. All the way to here. And all the way to the edges. And all the way... It's ten, at burst ten. So yeah. if you want to count out there... Where can you put my corner markers from before? All but the... I have one right here. Only one of the corner markers... So useless. What? Three I mean, more. there are the rest. So it's within. It's it's a burst. Burst ten. It's the board except the last like two one, two, two, rows. two, okay. two. Is that the battle standard you put down? So we yeah. can just do this Five, as a reminder. Six, seven, yeah. Eight, so that's a plus nine. one power bonus. Should be. Or what? A plus one defense. Yes. Okay. Is it uh, all, all the two? All the two. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a power Three. bonus? Oh, just all the two. Um, I believe so. Okay. Ten. Oh, that that means I just won't put down my stuff because it would just cancel itself out. You can put it on the board all the way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, when you move your pad, it's gonna fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. So it's both. Mm-hmm. Just to confirm, if it is a power <laughs> bonus, um, plus it is a power, power bonus. bonus. Yeah. So, okay, that's what I thought. So it doesn't stab with the defenses, but that is sexy. Um, and that standard action. <clears throat> so it stands up, does that, and then um. Uh, any advice on my minor nature check? Just go with my stance. My what about it? At this point, a nature check would be nature good, just to know. Well, we have some solid. idea of the hit points, so that's good to know. And defenses. So you, you did one twenty. Uh, about yeah. So it's got about eighty left, I think. Actually, yeah. There's no reason not. Um, actually, no, no. What's the D- DC for a nature check? Uh, medium's a twenty-eight. Yeah. Um. Okay. 27, excuse me. Uh, I gotta get a 15 or more. I don't have a very nature anymore. Any other natures? Or any other skills that are sort of knowledge History, Dude, history know maybe. I don't does, know. Does history apply at all? Uh, no, not really. Okay. okay. Um, then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the nature check. See if you see anything. Um, 
Yeah, I don't want to use my stance yet. Uh, so did you stand up? I did. I stood up as my move. Stood up and yeah, planted so the banner. Got gotcha. That's my the mechanics of this. Who's up? What's the major check? I am. Do you want results? I rolled a one. Oh. Do you want to know what the results are? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. What does Brandis's knowledge of these creatures <coughs> Uh, Well, Brandis... Yeah, Brandis can't tell uh, much about these creatures, but what he does see from when that thing tried to enter his mind, these are not human. Brandis is fairly certain these are demons. Oh. Indeed. That is good to know. That helps a lot, actually. Alright, so do your flavor, flavor uh, and Aurora's next. And Aurora's next. Brandis did not get hit by Grail Tentacles. Flyvern did. It's his fault. And one of the tentacles sweeps right through Flyvern. You guys have seen Flyvern. Just as when it's summoned or unsummoned, it doesn't get, like, broken and then beaten up. It's a pretty fragile creature, and it disappears in um, kind of a burst of uh, purple and just, I mean, very classic, recognizable arcane energy. Um, kind of puffs out. Has the faint smell of insect. Um, as it leaves, Brandis is prone, and damage comes from falling flat on his face from Flyburn being basically kicked out of under him. Slams down. With a grunt, he stands back up, seeing that this is going to be a fight. Plants down the battle standard, and when it is from Brandis, it is a flowing red standard, gilded with red, with uh, gold on the edges there. It is uh, a standard that evokes memories of... um, It looks old. Not in itself old, but it looks like a Renaissance painting, kind of thing like that. Like, this is something that you would have seen in ancient battles, and it emboldens you to... Does it even have an emblem on it, or is it just red with a gold trim? It'll be an emblem, but it'll be of a forgotten empire, of which you have heard from stories of Brandis. There was a nation of great fighters and warriors that were very, very tough to beat. So more than anything, just like other things about Brandis, it's inspiring. Um, Just a little bit of plus one, which is going to be handy. Uh, It will be. Then Brandis looks up and sees it that, uh, and says, actually, he just mutters to himself, and you hear him say, demons. Okay, so what Aurora's doing? Mechanically. Mechanically. She takes. She's at the edge of the thing. So she you can takes see a it step now. forward because it's a burst attack, so she doesn't need to. Yeah, see I don't it. think the standard occupies the square. Um, yeah, she can yeah, mark someone on. from far away, right? Five squares. It's called a standard. Perfect. Then she marks him. She actually does hit him. Crumple that. Um, she uses just. Radiance after she marks them both. No, she can't mark them both. She, she didn't activate her hammer. Oh, yeah, she didn't okay. What was I going to do? Hold on. Sorry. For just Fine. a second there, I'm like blanking uh, out. Do you want to activate plan. your hammer? Um, yeah. She was going to do virtue, but now there's no place. So she activates her hammer. Marks them both. Then uses just radiance. She can hit both of them. He's within range. One, two, three, four. Is exactly five squares. Yes, exactly five squares. And just radiance uh, targets. She rolls a it's will. Everyone she has marked. Up she eight. rolls a thirty-seven. Hits them both. No one has a, a will. Thirty-seven against both of them. She rolled. Yeah, it's a burst attack. So you, you roll, roll separately for each target. Okay, well so she rolled a, an eleven after that, so that's a um, twenty or a thirty-six versus will. 
Uh, that'll help. Really, Evan I assume first. that hits as well. Because I rolled and then I thought, oh no, I don't need to roll. Okay, great. Versus Will. So the second one was 36, you said? Yeah. Alright, they both hit. They both hit. Um, it does some damage, but the, and it's radiant damage. The main effect, though, is that the targets cannot make an attack that does not include her. Cool. Until the end of her next turn. And that's what she does. Okay. Uh, turn, turn over. You got your uh, flavor wise mark. Hmm? Um. Throw those on there. Yes, I will do that. Aurora does just that. She takes one step forward, flings her hammer forward, and it almost is spinning like she's throwing it like a discus. But it passes through each of them, tearing at the spiritual essence of first one then the other as it kind of makes an arc back around flying back into her hand having damaged them considerably since she has marked them both. And now there's two very, very faint translucent chains, one leading from the horrible awful grell brain and one from the strangely stoic, almost unnerving uh, human form of the Evanistu. Smexy. Quite right. smexy indeed. Where are your little mark token thingies? I have them. I'll just, I'll take care of it. Aurora and Brandis will take 15 psychic damage and are slowed. Uh, Wait, just slowed. for being awesome? Aura. Aura. That's an aura around the grill. Um, am I also in that aura? You, not, that you, have not, you are in the aura, but you have not ended your turn. Okay, gotcha. 15, you said? Fifteen. I will Let's make see, those. Slow. I see. That makes sense. Slowed and fifteen. Oh, that goes slow, with my plan. So, so. Can she save versus that, or is that at the end of her turn? <laughs> nope. It's until your next. Uh, until <laughs> the end of your Boom. next turn. Well, fine. Boom. You and me, Grell, we're gonna hang same. out. Um. Get to know each other a little better. One mark for you. Actually, I'll put it on his side. And one mark for you. Mark to be Mark. Marky Marks. Aurora. Don't you know it? Oh! And 15 damage for Aurora, but she resists six of that. Alright. That just happened. So, so, quickly, how does heavily obscured work? Uh, Obscured provides some sort of concealment. Um, and vision impairments, that's my answer, as I remember. Yeah, not cover, but concealment. Heavily obscured, I think, provides total concealment, maybe. Yes, it does. Um, and I think it limits vision. We've, like, pretty much never had it. It's rare. So, obscured... Total concealment is minus five. Why do this every week? I believe it. Only have to look it up once. Wait, obscured, is that what I mean? Can you conceal? Yes, heavily obscured. This may be just terrible wording. Yeah, maybe it's not an actual keyword, it's just. He's heavily obscured. obscured. It's a a classification for terrain rather than. Oh my god. Well, you know what? Squares, yeah. Not to metagame, but there is something we have to say. I'm sure the chat is saying. 
What, the Sriracha? Yeah, we haven't seen that at the end yet. Yeah, we definitely, uh, that's definitely uh, what I was Heavily obscures. Oh. Squares of heavy fog, thick smoke, or dense foliage are heavily obscured. And heavily obscured means... Right, and seal them. Have to walk slowly through them. Walk. Totally obscured means squares of darkness. Heavily obscured means fog. Attacker takes a minus two penalty to melee and range attack rolls against targets that has partial concealment, sometimes called concealment. The target is in a lightly obscured square or in a heavily obscured square and adjacent to the attacker. Okay, so uh, And total concealment is blah 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 blah. The attacker can't see the target. Um is invisible in a totally obscured square or a heavily obscured square and not adjacent to the attacker. Okay. So it's a little bit of an odd thing. So, so basically it gets like one degree worse if you're not adjacent. Yes. So heavily obscured means total concealment. Unless you're adjacent to them, then it's only partial concealment. So, so where's the concealment? What's going on here exactly? Oh, yeah, um, explain to we us. We have something being obscured. Was that? Is it the growl or what? It's his plans. Or is that the assassin that's on the board that has not yet been introduced? Uh, oh, what do you know? <laughs> the assassin. How did you know? That you popping up out of the water? Need a stealth check. Out of the freezing cold water behind is a um, sort of ghostly uh, figure that looks like it has a a sort of skeleton inside this uh, cold blue mist that makes up its body. And then there are no legs touching the ground as this sort of blue mist just sort of dissipates downwards as it's just floating just a couple feet off the ground. Kind of similar to a wraith, but distinctly with this sort of um, uh, uh, frost elemental aura about it out of each side the gasp all squares within two squares of them are heavily obscured which means currently you guys cannot see uh, anybody right all squares within two they're totally concealed it it is uh, heavy heavily obscured yes they're totally concealed total concealment superior uh, uh uh Right. Yes. Which is minus five for attacks. Uh, yeah. And... So I'm probably not going to be the one who picks out those assassin guys, quite honestly. Uh, Damon will do it. Damon might do it. Damon might kill you. Hughes in the middle of town, though. Yeah. Then they'll be dead. They would be dead, which is a nice thing. Dead is good. That's great. Dead enemies are enemies you don't have to worry about as much anymore. They'll be dead place. As much. They always can come back. They have come at advantage or you cannot see them. That's true. And one of them, Damon feels a dart hit his back as it gouges into him. 39 AC. Not short. No, too short. You get battle standing. Too short. It's a green roll. It is a green roll. 39? Uh, There's also a recharge power. Now it's the battle standard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Damon's got good defenses, but they're not that great. Damon has, I think, probably some of the highest defenses in the group. He's got the highest defensive items in the group. He's got two fives. Yeah. And neither of them. Yeah, she, she's he did get his brain eaten by a mind player. Yeah, I know. I mind. Wisened out. Perks of not being in the group for a while is you get some free picks on armor. Well, it wasn't free because I went the entire tier without getting armor or a neck piece. All right. <laughs> and then... But yes... <laughs> Disappears. It teleports. Oh god! Next to Hugh and leaves its aura behind. Oh, that was the aura. Its aura is just the 
That was the aura that was the doing concealed damage? stuff. Nope, no, there was an aura around the growl, and there was an aura around these dudes. Oh, double growl. But the aura that double, these dudes double. is the dark one. Yeah, it's the concealment thing. The growl is the psychic. Wait, that end. means I can't see you? You cannot uh, see. Well, actually, you can uh, see. Uh, you can see both your allies. Uh, can you fold those? She has things. She has three kind of, allies. Just she's kind of down. So that they can. She has three allies now. Well, I don't know. Brandis, I've been meaning to talk Brandis. to you. Okay. It's more of a working. Is that bone gouge dart? Yep, and then the other one. Uh, we'll go ahead and attack Grandis. It, t- it doesn't look. Take out minus two because Grandis is prone and it's a ranged attack, right? Grandis is not still prone. I'm not, I already went. I stood up. Never mind. Here it is. That'll be one more. A 40 versus AC. Yeah, that hits. That will be 32 necrotic damage, plus 11 because you are hidden from the target. So, 43 damage, and you are blinded and weakened. Save ends plus. Well, okay, yeah, Brutal. a second. Is that a recharge power? Uh, that is a recharge power. Thank God. Uh, 43 is down to 41. Um, am I... What was the effect that we have on us right now? Slowed. Uh, yeah, slow. from the aura, right? From okay. the other dude. I'm, I'm going to use a uh, immediate reaction to reduce the damage of that. Okay. I can unslow you, but it's gonna be your turn, so I'll just unslow myself. Uh, Dalman, then you. Okay. Uh, where is our zone exactly? What's from these guys? I got the triangles up for you. Where is the thingy? Is that ice that I slip on? No, uh, well, this can be. This is um, a 10 foot area thing. No, I didn't say it is, so you can, you're safe on that. Okay. So, Damon's going to hop over okay. to here across the frozen ice and come over here. This is 10 feet up, though. I, I can jump that high. No cool. problem. Damon, he's got a hell of a vertical. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's pretty ridiculous. So is it all within two? Mm-hmm. He used a recharge power to leave his uh, aura behind as a zone. Oh, cool. That lasts until oh, he chooses ass. to pull it back. Who did? The other assassin on the left. Yeah, I can jump three squares. Really cool. So we didn't take it with him? Um, so what are we going to call that zone? I'll write it on one of the corners. I uh, can call it... Um, scared... Obscured? Heavily obscured? Yeah. Okay. Um, just describing all this is going on. Um, the actual... So there's damage in here. The assassin actually shoots two darts at Brandis. He is fast, not fast enough, and his instinctual instincts allow him to deflect one of the darts with his lightning-fast blade with ultimate parry, reducing the damage uh, by a bit, but it's still wounded and poisoned by... Well, it only gouges the bones, you realize. Oh, yeah. And there's so much that it has to get through to gouge the bone. So... Ultimate parry, a maneuver invented by Brannis and made famous the time he parried the world. Indeed. Undoubtedly. Impossible to beat that, though, so Brannis is always living in the shadow of his one truly 
ultimate parry. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough to peek early, man. It's tough to peek early. So I'm gonna come over here, um, use my Promise of Storm to uh, pump my damage up. Uh, and uh, Twin Strike on this dude. Oh! That's a critical and a 17. Probably dead. Critical! <laughs> yeah. Oh, the one that you already uh, fucked up? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I plus get extra 3d8 damage on both those attacks. Well, I, I mean, I can pretty much guarantee he's dead, right? It's fine. I have no need to crunch extra numbers tonight. Ooh, double zone. Yeah, it doesn't actually matter, but... Yeah. No, it's, the critical matters for my healing. In case one cancels or something. No, the yeah, zones. Okay. So. You could add it up if you wanted to. Just because. I mean, I'm in on someone else's turns. Just because it's fun. Um, and then... Killing that guy allows me to shift and attack. What do you guys think? Uh, should I put my Oshehi attack on the How assassin? How far can you shift? I can shift, shift too. Uh, I can put it on the... Uh, oh yeah, and I can end my turn and do damage to both of them. Mm-hmm. So I'll shift over here. Um, even though there's a zone there, right? The slow zone? Uh, there is a slow zone, yeah, but you're shifting, end. so that's that doesn't affect it. Slow just means makes your movement too. Yeah, yeah, no, but you can shift. But I'm saying when I end my turn there, I take you'll then become slowed yeah. on your next turn. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, I'll. Uh, what do we know? What the aura is? Is it aura one? I think it's aura two. Okay, because so they were away from two, so there's no way for you. Yeah. The big dude is going to be aura um, three. Yeah. Aura three. Screw yeah. it. And uh, it is a well, it's fear and psychic. So I guess you would need to be at the end of both. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not either. So I'll come in. Shoot, so what are we? Are we? Do you want, do you want to take out this assassin or this big boulder? Um, no, just wait, looking no. at it's like the guy. So it's a fear effect. If Aurora makes someone immune to fear effects, uh, Brandis is currently immune to fear effects. So Brandis so, is not slow. Nice. Wait, Interesting. Um, you have a plus one to hit the growl at the moment. Um, okay. The assassin does have higher AC or lower AC, so it kind of evens out. So let me make that clear. Uh, the growls. Aura is psychic damage, and then the slowed is a fear keyword effect. So anyone adjacent to Aurora is immune to fear effects. Okay. So therefore, so you, you still take the damage. Me. Right. But as long as you end your turn adjacent to Aurora, you'll be immune to that slow. Okay. Let me. I mean, I feel like the assassin's gonna be a really shifty bastard. Maybe you want to take the damage on the assassin guy. Sometimes saving the big dudes for last after you pick out all the little ones isn't a bad yeah, tactic. Yeah, little does I'm going for the assassin. What we got? I mean, if you can... That's another crit. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, wow. that's a lot of damage coming to the assassin's warrior. That's a lot. Uh, What's that zone? Especially this if you just pumped up your thing, so that's yeah. awesome. Oh, okay. I mean, that's perfect. Well that's done. a lot of damage. So, um, yeah, so basically, uh, and then as if I had my turn, I'll damage. Three from him? So... Ushahi also reacts to something more like critical, right? Uh, yeah. So many little zone, zones everywhere. I didn't make this weapon. So many triangles. I'll use it. Um, I'll, I'll deal with that thing later. So, flavor. Oh, it's only crit against you. Damon, one of the slower to react. I'm playing it. Damon takes his time. Not something he often does, but as things just kind of come off, come off on such kind of quick succession. He takes one second to kind of assess where things are coming. He knows that the uh, the giant Grell and the two kind of mysterious white figures were not what uh, what kind of sparked their initial kind of instinct, uh, kind of initial recognition of the danger. And he waits for them to manifest themselves before quickly dodging the uh, the the couple of darts. 
and firing off to the to the left, wheeling around uh, the grout. He reaches out inside himself, and the crystals on his neck and hands begin to sparkle with uh, with lightning and rage. His uh, his his passion for the hunt, which has taken some kind of uh, some uh, new that the kind of the hunt which has come to light uh, very recently, fuels his desire, and he, he just descends on one of the. Uh, I guess the Emanisu with uh, with fury that eviscerates her in a couple of blows. Ushai flares uh, in the midst of combat and uh, and practically pulls Damon across the ice where he kind of drops low and guts uh, an assassin, uh, carving him deeply on the, the leg to the uh, to the belly. And then the uh, the snow all around just begins to swirl as kind of the uh, the colored winds manifest themselves, raking at the uh, the grell and the assassin, uh, compounding their wounds. The only thing that Dan back to the chaos. He's on home turf. Boucher just does D8 with criticals. It's when you get critted against you have to interrupt the building substantially. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no good. I'll get you some damage for that. It's a high crit weapon, right? Sorry? It's a high crit weapon? Yeah, it is. This is. This Cool. Okay. Um, uh, so then it's Hugh's turn, sorry? Missed that. Out of his aura. I forget it was my turn next, so I was looking at that. Um, I go before you. So I'm going to have to stand up regardless of what happens. Boom. Um, oh, actually, I'm dazed, so let me roll the save against being dazed, because that may be all I can also, do. Also, I forgot, I didn't even explain it. I'm sorry. That's where I'm feet, Triumph and Strike. He leaves such an, a ghastly wound on the assassin. The assassin now has minus two to all of his attacks and all of his defenses for the rest of the encounter. Yes! Nice! Wow. Oh my god! It's a wing clip. Yeah, he was, it's a yeah. wing clip. Yeah, um, he, he just he does. He kind of. And you're gonna do the damage for that attack. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll give you that damage. So minus two to all attacks and. Kim and Serpent. That's kind of shit. Okay, so I'm dazed. Basically, all I can do is really stand up. Because you have one action when you're dazed, right? Yeah. That's it, I think. Yeah, I can't escape this one at all. No. So that may be all I can do, because I'm dazed and I failed my save at the start of my turn. So I'm still dazed. Wait a minute. Hang on. Have I already dazed my lucky charm yet? No. No. And I have a plus two to saving throws. Puts it up to a five. I could potentially save it. Let's see. Let's blow it. It's within six. Actually, it's 2d6. Take the better one. Three to two. That's not gonna do it. That's shite, I think. Let's make sure. I get to be shite. Yeah. D6 twice. So it was a five. (laughs) It was low odds. Okay, that was probably not the best use of it. But it didn't work. So. Yeah. So, uh, Hugh just. Stands up. How? Well, actually, no. Maybe I can get out of here. I'd rather not end my turn in the zone if I'm prone. Then, so prone failing his saving zone. throw and his neck piece Wait, not helping him five? out. Did I get a plus five? I have a plus five to that. Because of then that save. works. Then with the plus three, actually no, I didn't, wouldn't even need to use my neck piece because my plus two and your plus five would give me a ten. Huzzah! Cool. So I don't actually use my neck piece then because I didn't actually fail it. Excellent to know. That gives me so much more I can I do. Because I failed, because I succeeded in not falling down. Yay! <laughs> That's why. 
Thank you for that reminder. So, Hugh stands up then. Um, <coughs> yes. And I need to be able to move it's a, a bit. It's a huge here. aura. God. Minor action. Yeah. No, I think that's better. I'm going to take the psychic. I'd love to be able to avoid the psychic damage. Yeah, that'd be probably worth it. Assassin's blood. Assassin's blood. I mean, as you can tell. Yeah. Use my second one for that. Nice. Oh, we're banned. Goodbye, we're Okay, yeah, we're going to use. Invigorating stride. Yeah, Let's yeah. shift. Put a debuff on the minor. Yeah, okay, we'll do that instead. Um, he uses Invigorating Stride um, to move six. So he goes one, two, three, four, five. Nice. Actually, it's right there. Post up. Yeah, perfect. Shoot the J, Hugh. Cool, that's the minor. And then with the standard. Um, not at that range. From, from these two guys currently, uh, they can't make well, opportunity that... attacks. Oh. Those two guys right there, because they can't make an attack that doesn't include me. Oh, that's cool. Unless they're opportunity attacks. Um, and something. then he will go ahead and use a so just boom bit. boom. There's my other thing. Oh, there's me. Where the heck my treats go? Sorry, this is taking a bit. And then he will use, uh, let's say, pounding barrage on the big one. That works. Um, on that one. You want so, to try to kill the assassin? Uh, Assassin's got like eight, 74 left. I can get. And he's got minus two to all of his defenses. Problem I, mean, I get plus eight damage per hit on that dude, though. I know, mean, you gotta do. I don't know all your considerations. I just want to remember yeah. my two. No, I want to go on that one just because I can get more damage out cool. than that one. Um, so we're gonna be pounding garage, three attacks. So. Ugh. One, a 15, and a 6. That's kind of shit. The one's definite mix. The 15 will probably hit. I assume that's going to be like a 30 something. And then the last one is going to be. Versus what? Uh, it's versus AC. And I'll have a plus 2. That'll be a 36 AC on the Evan Isu. That'll yep, hit it. You hit it cool. right on. Nice. That's what we needed. So it'll be two, one miss and two hits. This is a sh- crappy place to be for Aurora because she wants to get adjacent. She can't get. Okay, cool. And I'll get damage on that one okay. in a second. Okay. Okay, so that's you starting to flavor that. That's what first attacks are for. You heard, or you can switch places. Can I see you? I don't know, maybe not. Is cool. there an obscuring? So, um, I can't see anyone right now. Hugh, starting his turn, uh, lying on the ground. Um, not completely just the wind knocked out of him as he's been dragged forward in the snow, whipped by Grelkin and tentacles, and had his just knocked out of it, um, bolstered by Aurora's divine influence, which is just sort of uh, connected into his mind. He's able to shake off the day's awesome. effect, um, stands up, feels this sickening aura around him uh, from the Grell that is just attacking his mind, and reflexively shifts away, um, kind of getting his breath as he does so, and then once clear of this sort of uh, haze of evil surrounding him, uh, he looks at a nice clear enemy who has his back to him at this point, and opens fire, um, sending a few sinking shots at him. The first one he misses as it turns around taking notice of him, but 
uh, it can't avoid the uh, rest of the arrows as it takes a few hits. So that's flavor. I'll give you damage in a sec. <coughs> nice. Who's next? So, uh, who did you hit? Who did you attack? Ball that How many hits? hits. Uh, two hits. You gotta give it a damage. No, no. What? Do you think it's gonna be dead? Has it no. taken any damage? No, oh. but it might be bloody. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Have an answer? Yeah, it's only got about 100. I could maybe do that on this. Better find um, out. Yeah, hang on. First. Let me see. The growl is uh, not. 11. Recharge something terrible. 200, so. That's a 1. Let's see my 10. Uh, the does not recharge his uh, tentacle flailing tentacles. 17. The tentacles have tentacle 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 26 damage. Just terrifying. That's 5. And then press five. Finish this. Do you think these guys are immune to psychic damage? Because they're immune to psychic damage? Yes. Okay. Um, like so that's well. That's Didn't get the quarry on there. Got that. Or resist. I mean. It's not common. I mean, it's like guys either have it. Obviously they have it, or it's not. Well, it's not. Okay. Like guys who are psychic might have psychic resist. Well, so no one's like, yeah, I'm a flamethrower guy. 31, 36. These guys did some psychic stuff. Yeah. So they might have psychic. Who knows? I have a card. We didn't do a knowledge check. We haven't really pumped much of the knowledge yet. Yeah, I gotta use my minor actions for other things. I'm calling this. Yeah. 20, 31. You need a brand stool. We haven't had a brand stool for now. Let me have the grill! Have the grill. It is we are, destiny. We are, we are calling our targets. I'm excited. Uh, it's yeah. not going to be bloody. I'm doing I didn't do 100. That grill's going down. Greg, for your purposes, the Avanesu is not bloody. Avanesu is not bloody. All right. In which case. The Avanesu sidles on up next to the massive grill. Actually, it goes directly underneath the grill. That's right, get nice and close. It is on the same square. I'm going to put him there. It rides atop the grill. It's not actually on top. Yes, come on. Oh my god. He's on the same square because creatures two size difference can occupy the same square. That's terrifying. He is directly underneath its tentacles. He's swimming in grill tentacles. That's the second time it's happened in this campaign. What? Indeed. He can't do that. That's your move. Oh, yeah. but it's a close burst pay. two, so he is actually not there. He's I'll contact my patent lawyers or my copyright lawyers. Right on the edge there. As he looks at Aurora. That's right. Aurora. Aurora Borealis. And as he looks else? at Aurora, Aurora she? sees, or as she looks at Aurora, Aurora sees into her eyes as she looks, and then the creature speaks and says, I'm on your side. What are you doing? Oh no, she did! Wow, that's terrifying. Shall Aurora oh, resist God. it? That'll be a 39 versus Will. Ooh! Oh! Kind of... Yeah. How close? Uh, within. Oops. Two. I don't want to take a shit down opportunity deck. I can't do it, sorry. I don't want to get dominated, please. <laughs> it's a dominating deck? I'm worried it might be. I'm gonna Alright. False alliance. No damage. Aurora makes a melee basic attack against. Brandis. 
Right, this is you're, you're working around on the this circuit. This is the exact same as dominate. It's a from one round three fifths of the no, because you don't lose your turn. Huge, huge, huge difference. Yeah, from dominate. Still, I don't yeah. Give me some credit here. Uh, it's just using you to make right. an attack. After basically. all that big thing I made online, I give you credit. You're welcome. I rolled low. Thank you. Or uh, I'll give you credit too. Uh, I'm gonna credit you. Thirty. This is AC. Give me some credit. Hooray! So Aurora also grants combat advantage. Can't attack the Evanesu and cannot move to any square that is not adjacent. Cannot attack? Can't leave. I can still mark it. You can attack the Grell. Yeah. Can't leave. The actual mechanic is you cannot move to a square that is not adjacent to the Evanesu. Does it have to be adjacent to make the attack? So you can't move somewhere. I'm right where I am, right? Oh, it is. Is it adjacent to it or no? I'm sorry. If everyone could just pause for a second, could you explain it just one more time, really? Just you, go through the there are thing. three things that this one status effect is doing. So okay. save ends all of this. You Wait. get combat advantage to all creatures. Okay. You cannot attack the Evanesu. Period. Cannot. Uh, because Aurora believes what she said. She's on the side. And uh, can't attack yeah. Evan. you cannot move to a square that's not adjacent to the Evanesu. So I must move adjacent to the Evanesu. Yeah. Well, you don't have to move. But if you do, yeah. it's got to be adjacent. And that, that's including teleport, or is that not a move? That's not a move. All right. Teleport is weird. Teleport is weird. Um. Well, that changes a lot of my strategy. Uh. Then the Grell, its massive oh, beak opens grow. up as this bile oh. spits up from it. As it's just the beak opens and it goes. Nah, nah, nah. And you <laughs> delicious. I am not. You're young. Do not try to feed me. <laughs> My favorite noise. <laughs> Looking as if it's vomiting over Aurora and Brandis is just just disgusting bile drip out of its mouth and splash. Forward. I'm pretty sure that's the definition of vomiting. It's actually, bile. both of them. So it's going to be a minus, minus two. two. Uh, it's a minus wait. two. Because <laughs> he's Mark, and he takes damage, and he's a bitch. Free action. He's a bitch. Plus 31. You're awfully free with his action. Plus 32. I know. So free. Uh, here you go. Yourself, don't buy candy at the ball. Oh, so minus two on top. Well, that's Shit. Gonna hit. 46 Fuck fortitude that. on Aurora. And 29 fortitude on Brandis. Marlon Brandis? Marlon Brandis. Wow. And teleports are moves. Okay. They just, they can get around a mobilization. That's right. Mm-hmm. And restraint. And they don't provoke. Not restraint. You meant right. Yeah, oh no, and restraint. If you can get far enough away. Oh, that one's gone too. Um, it'll, yeah, it'll also skip. There you go. But it isn't. Okay, I've got a couple damages oh, to no. reconcile, but I believe. You want to get the. Oh, you need the damage. So, to Aurora, that is 21 acid damage. To Brandis, it is half that, so 10 acid damage. Right. This is 16. And Aurora also takes 15 um, ongoing acid damage. Damn it! Whose, ca- whose powers are clearly weird. have noticeably to the group um, increase in in scope since he's coming oh, wait, into wait, the it's, not, it's not your turn. It's but you're doing your own interrupt, yeah. Uh, increase in scope since he has stepped one step into the elemental chaos. Um, wow. You see, w- Damon wielding his uh, his, uh, his energized winds fast and loose as healing winds in the blink of an eye swirl themselves around the grill through. Enveloping uh, Kaelin or Aurora, 
No, well, that's the can't. first time you said that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the line is so blurred sometimes. <laughs> Enveloping Aurora, uh, much as they had Hugh a moment before, you gain 13 hit points back cool. after losing 21. What effect is doing that? It's awesome, by the way. So, Shield of Devotion. Never mind, never mind. I'm you got it. Interrupt. I, I grant 13 hit points, and then I get a bonus to attack against them. I get two uses. That's my theme. Sweet. What was my theme? So, I get to use, yeah. Just got a couple healing interrupts. Reactions, sorry. Sexy. Healing reactions. Very sexy. A little extra healing. That was good, too, because, like, the guy that I, I healed you from, I got a plus two to attacks against that guy, too. So Very cool. Helps me come after the guys. Uh, Very cool. The Grell then uses its action point. Action. Dick. It has an, an action point. Oh, boy. So I got some bonus on the Grell. And it attacks both uh, Brandis and Aurora. Minus two again. So you have the ring that makes it so it's minus two even if, if it includes If it includes me, it's still a minus two to me. So I'm going to include the minus two in here for Brandis, but it's an additional plus two against you because you grant combat advantage. So what does that mean? So add two to this attack. Yeah, so it'll be a 31 versus Reflex on Aurora. And a oh, that hits by one. Oh, well, you have the, the whatchamacallit, the standard. I, I'm including that. Damn it. Um, so yeah, it hits by one. Wait, 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 wait. I happen to have a winged shield, and that thing can do amazing shit. Immediate interrupt, you are hit by an attack targeting AC or reflex. Yes. Effect, you gain a plus two power bonus to the targeted defense for the triggering attack, and you can spend a healing surge. I do that. It overrides the power bonus here, but that's still by one. So, gives me a... A reflex Boom. of Aurora 30. Is not hit, but Brandis is hit. Brandis is distracted by the amazing deflection of Raxus. And then Raxus. hit with a tentacle. <laughs> that was a oh, block. And I can spend the healing surge. Damage and knock prone. So I am full. Now it is Brandis and Aurora. Brandis is. I'm back up to full, so Nads are in effect. Brandis is blinded and weakened nice. and slowed. So Brandis is yes. blinded and weakened, which is one. Uh, I'm. What am I slowed from? We're slowed from the Grell's aura, which is a fear effect, and I'm adjacent to. Uh, yeah, I had not removed that. Yes. Um, I got hit with something else. I thought. Oh no, prone from this. Go. So I'm gonna yeah. take. Did that effect when I ended my turn? Because I'm in the aura. When I start my next turn, oh my when I end my turn. That's awesome. Oh my god. Say again. I ended my turn. So you're slow. Okay, so this is when I end my. And you took 15 damage. Okay. Yeah. This is really cool. Because I resist nine ongoing damage, I only take six damage from the thing that I got on me, the ongoing. And because I spent healing surge just now, I get resist six all. Yeah. So it they cancels it out, so I take. Stack. No, no, no. They it's don't... resist versus. A, one is um... resist ongoing damage, one is just resist, resist all. Yeah. All. So they, they don't stack, it's just the highest resist. Really? All no resistance. Oh, I thought they were like for different things. Uh, yeah. Link. Okay. Well, yeah. that's fine. But you basically it, you have a conditional higher resistance against ongoing damage. But you resist the damage and then you get the healing from me, so it's not like those at all. I get healing from you. Yeah, you get you get plus thirteen after the hit. You that was 13? you already did that. That was a separate oh. thing. She oh, that was yeah, you got that. Okay. Oh yeah, there's another attack. So, so uh, Brandis and then Aurora. I'm glad I talked about it then because now I understand. Brandis is figuring out what to do. Yeah, Brandis just got knocked. Yeah, no, Brandis stands up. He gets up again. He's going to... Can't keep a good dog down. Stand my friend. Um, 
Aurora can help you up. Brandis, thank you. Brandis grabs onto Aurora. She doesn't help. Brandis grabs onto Aurora. Ah! Knowing that she can't be knocked over, so he's not worried about knocking her over. You know, it's like kind of thing where you don't need to like get yeah. their permission. You just kind of use them as an object. Climb up on them. When was the last time he ever asked for permission? Brandis, then, uh, what is the heal check to grant someone a save? Uh, it's pretty low. It's like a fifteen. Is that low? Brandis grants Aurora a save from that. Awesome. Might be a twenty at highest. I, I was able to get that. I rolled low, but not. How was it? Yeah. It's a nine. I wonder. It's an insightful repost. Can uh, I thought that was just for attacks. It'd be awesome if it did both. With an attack. Yeah, just to attack roll. Alas. Alack. Lack a day. All right. Failing my save is such sweet. Brandis will then Sorry. use. What action problem. is that? Is that a standard to grant a saving throw? Okay. But if uh, but the Jason allies get a plus one to their save, so which is good because I'm about to make a save myself. Good for you. Okay, Brandis will then use make... Iron Warrior, which will let him heal and make a saving throw. Damn. Attempt a saving throw um, on his blind and weak. Also, you can re-roll that saving throw at the end of your next or at the end of your turn if you fail. Maybe should just do that instead of using Iron Warrior. Yeah, don't, don't waste it. You can roll yeah, twice. Yeah, well, I can do some... No, actually, I'm good on healing. Brandis thrives at below zero. I don't need healing. Yeah, we know. So Alright, so then I will use my minor action to... Damn, wait. Once again, I'm... Okay, all these things are great for minor actions in other situations, but right now, um... Should we do another nature check? Are we missing? We need some information on. Do we, we don't uh, know. We don't know yeah. anything about anyone. I think. Yeah. So you grill assassins. Yeah, or even the Evanescer. Um, I'll try. Anybody. I'll try the assassin Wait, actually because I'm curious what he does besides that bone gar- bone gouge thing. The yeah. dark. I, I'm sure we'll find out if we wait long enough. Uh, Twenty-four. <laughs> uh, nature on the assassin. Twenty-four nature. That gets the easy. Twenty-four nature on the assassin gets easy. So uh, you know that these are uh, lurker. Demons, uh, they are elemental demons, and that they um, they can phase. They have phasing. Yeah. That means um, they can just move right through the ground. Brandis, uh, so that is his turn. Brandis will do and now do a saving throw. I'm going to describe this in a second. I, I shouldn't have started describing it earlier. Um, so you get, so I can re-roll. So I just rolled a five, so that doesn't make it. You may. You can re-roll, and then if this doesn't make it, I'll use my uh, heroic effort. Um, wait, I have a nine. And a plus one. Plus one. Woo! Yeah, Aurora is too bold for school. Alright, that is that effect is gone. I can get this out of there. I'm not prone. I am not slow. blind. I am not slow. Aurora, Aurora, I'm not Aurora can't save herself, but she can save you. Boom. Um, so, Brandis knocked onto the ground, grabs onto Aurora, climbs up. And after, as he gets up, just doesn't even say anything, but gives kind of one of those, like, pats, like, we're both getting beaten up here. All right. <laughs> here we Pat go. Back, like, all right. I've got your back. You've and got my then, back. Uh, and um, gets a look at the assassin who had just shot him with this dart. Grab the dart. Kick his ass. Throw it on the ground. It does that, like, light tinking light. It sounds weak. Tink, tink, tink. Oh, it's like that. That was weak. Exactly. You hear that and you're like, oh. 
points back. Really? Not enough. Next time come with more. Uh, more. Next time shoot a joust. She can't really move joust. adjacent to her, so she can't move. She's <laughs> a <It's> god. <laughs> Good dart. If I could get clarification from the DM when he's yes. ready. You can get a clarification from the DM. Um, now, because it says that I can't God move damn. anywhere but closer to her. But adjacent. You can actually only move and only move adjacent to her, but yeah. Well, does that mean I have to end my turn adjacent to her, or I cannot move anywhere but adjacent to her? You cannot ever, during the course of movement, enter a square so that is not adjacent to her. Yeah, you can't go around. thingy, anything like that. And I also can't move at all because this is a cliff. You can yeah. climb up it. Like you halfway. Could, you could get to here, theoretically. Mm. If you, you could can, share a square with the beholder. If you can pass the uh, acrobatics check together. Ooh, up. no, she cannot pass any acrobatics check any time <laughs> ever. So, and she's slowed, so there's an additional complication there. Um, so she starts her turn, blah, blah, takes seven yeah. or six damage. That's, that's our move. Okay. Um, so she's, just, she's limited to ranged attacks, then. Okay. Because I was curious about that. Okay. Well, they're still going to be marked. She can still keep them marked. No, she can't because she can either end her turn adjacent or attack. She can't attack him, so he's going to lose the mark anyway. Whatever. Okay. Get any more ranged attacks or not really? Well, I can't attack her. Period. I mean, but you could like attack this one or that one ranged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's my intention. Um. What a pain! What a horrible mark that is. I want a mark like that. Can I have a mark like that? Um, okay. Burst five. She's gonna... No, no, no. She's gonna make a nature check on the grill. You don't want to attack the guy behind you? The guy no. behind her is heavily obscured. That. That's mean, hard to hit. It's like you're blinded. You can see it. Yeah, it's, not, it's minus five to attack. Can Aurora make, an... yes. can Aurora make a nature check on the grill? Yeah, of course, yeah. I would like to know if he is immune to or uh, resists psychic damage specifically. Uh, that's a nature check? Hmm? Yeah, or, go ahead. Or, ooh, is it Dungeoneering? It is an Aberrant, potentially. Which uh, would be Dungeoneering. Yeah. Rather than Nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you use Dungeoneering for Cool. Uh, that's a 38. You know that... Tell me about it. That's the hard. It has resist 15 all. Oh, what? The Grell? It is also vulnerable Ow. to radiant damage, for this is a demonic... Grell that has caused it to grow grow so large. Okay. uh, It's not just like from being in the chaos. There's definitely, you know, the evil in this close proximity has kind of fueled this thing to become enormous. And so it's moral 10 radiant, and if it takes radiant damage, its aura drops (gasps) until it reactivates it as a minor action. Oh, what a cool thing I just did then. Sweet. I will probably not be doing a lot of damage on the Grell because I tend to do lots. I do multi-attacks to get my damage in, so I'm going to be getting that resist a lot. Marlon Brandis. Hell. All right, she's going to do it. Hey, I'll... Maybe I'll hit him with the vulnerable power. Bring that down to nothing. Okay, so... Could be, yeah. Since she can't attack this person, they're they're null from this attack. It's going to be her burst 10, her challenge the end just because it's radiant, and it can attack all of them because... You know what? She doesn't have to see them. Because it's a freaking, yep. freaking burst. Hooray for bursts! Is that your wipe the board one? Yeah, even though there aren't that many, this is actually probably the best time to use it. Um, 
Whew. Okay, so just point and I will roll. Okay. Uh, so, how about on... This is ass- versus Will. So L. Assassin. Assassin, his will's 35. She will roll. An 8, that's not going to hit. But she will... She'll use Insightful Repose, so it hits. Next. Uh, Grell. Grell, he has a will of 34. Minor matter. She definitely hits that. Hits the growl. Um, Next. Uh, can't attack. We have the other assassin other is- who's a concealment, yes? Uh, it's a burst, so it doesn't affect How does that work with that one? Uh, he has total concealment. Burst. It's a burst. burst so. Oh, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so matter. just a regular old attack then. Okay, 10 or better. That's not going to hit not even close. Okay, All right. so you hit the assassin already been wounded and the growl. And the growl. Cool. They get some radiant damage, so that, so that um, growl zone drops. That's what happens? Is it doesn't shrink or just drops totally? He's had, he's had drops. So uh, the aura drops, yes. Cool. Excellent. He takes some damage and is marked until the you end of the night. that assassin? Nice. This assassin, Sorry. the bloodied one, and the growl. Yeah. But no one else. Bloody growl. Bloody. So that means everybody except for the... These two. Right? No, because she didn't. Oh, you didn't hit that one. No, gotcha. I, uh, I tried. One. I tried my hardest, but um, it was not to be. Aurora, shrouded in darkness, calls upon the divine light of Bahamut, and it starts to well up within her, quite literally, in, in her um, form. The hammer begins to glow brighter and brighter, and it's actually causing this shroud zone to shrink back. From her light, and as it fades away, she can see this horrible, awful growl and its minions, its its owners, actually, it's probably more accurate. Owners, owners. Its owners, owners, owners. And as she focuses, a nova of radiant light bursts from her, waving like a ripple in the water through the uh, shadow and the wind and the snow, because the snow's still coming down heavily. Cuts right through it, and the grill makes a, a horrible scream as the weakening aura drops from around everyone, and creating a little bit of a more passable zone now that they are not slowed near it. And as she does so, she takes a deep breath, looks at Evanisu in the eye, and still thinks it's helping her. I'll help you. Hold on, I'm coming! I'm gonna help that Evanisu who needs my help! As she fails her save once more. Yeah, mm. you should do that during the mechanics phase. Well, you know what? It, it all worked so out. You so, say, you failed your save against the ongoing damage? Uh, were there two? You have ongoing damage and you have that triple thing. Save against the ongoing damage. Who's blinded? So she failed the first save and ongoing damage. How oh, about the second back? Oh, fine. If you don't specify, it's what I said. 12. So I succeed on whatever the other nice. one is. The grant combat advantage can't attack the Evanesu yeah. and right. can't move. Right. But so you're still she's, taking ongoing damage. She's still taking ongoing damage. Yeah. So she looks at Evanesu in the eye and. Wait! Points at it. I can attack! I can attack you! And she. Reaction marks it. Because she can't do that. Well, she didn't attack it, so she can't. But she will! She will! It's coming for you. 
batting my attack. Does this one get marked even though you missed? Um, I did attack it, so yes, but... Marked! Let me double check and see if there's anything on a miss. This Ooh, dude? It takes half damage and it's marked. Cool. Oh, how much damage? One buttload. So that one takes damage, that one takes damage, and that one takes half damage. Correct, so okay. I'll do the math. Do you want me to do the math? Nah, I don't you? think you'll kill this guy. Oh, um, you would just wait and see. What's this say? Is he bloodied? He's got minus to all his defenses. I'm adding, that attacks. I'm adding uh, 10 He shifts down to and guy. away from Dalman. Or to everyone. Into the 3D ground. 3D as it oh. is, as this, uh, you know, Amazing. ghastly elemental has phasing, Amazing. so it just oh, yeah. moves straight through the ground as if it wasn't there, as it floats downwards. 15. 15. Slippery. 15 is 28. Plus an additional 10 is 38. So 38 radius. Because I'm using my gloves. Says, Welcome to my work week. That was such a good call. And really so we need to get cool. help the helmet. You're like, those children? And that's to Grell. Assassin. I was like, my mom didn't even really take it. It's like, yeah, yeah, nice to get a kid, sure. I don't like to drop that here all night. And then Assassin 2 is going to take uh, 19. Alright. Oh my god, that guy just got so, over there. They just phase. They just phase. The other assassin just floats up and. Can you position that over there? Sure. I think it's uh, on the Grell spot. You can see right here. Yeah, so okay. Uh, alright. Oh, it's a lot more than I thought you would do. Kill <laughs> yeah. um, But Bloom, Radiant. The other assassin just floats upwards and uh, through the air and then going over the grell, coming next to Daleman as its, uh, as its um, gloomy shroud envelops Daleman as he finds himself unable to really see anything. Don't forget your nads, and he has a minus two to that attack. And he takes damage. And I'm assuming he avoids any opportunity attacks. Minus two is balanced out by the combat advantage. And so yeah, because you have your max hit points. Um. Oh crap! No, I don't. Sorry. So sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, so this assassin tosses a bone dart. <sighs> charge. Yeah. Yep. No, not the same thing you used uh, before. Did not recharge. Damage delivery. This guy wants a piece. He does you take minus two. Last though. time you missed with a bone dart. No, it balances out my combat advantage. Yeah, minus I know. He still takes the minus two. That's what I said. It balances out. So he has minus two and a plus two. So. Thirty-eight radiant to Grell and assassin one. The and bone. The other one takes sailing through the air. Daemon simply diverts it along his path, following a stream off into the ether. Some guy deflects. Exactly. Bends that around where he's trying to get to. Hopefully right. hits the guy on the ground. Got your damage. He's like, <laughs> he goes like, uh, so did it hit? no, not even close, right? No, that's not going to do it. Uh, I mean, it was a good move. That's about it. He broke free. Damn, and then you. And now he'll have to pay for it. Alright. Um. The other really bloodied assassin, GTFO'd. Is that guy, what, what, how bad is he? I think he just took 19 damage. I don't know if he's taking anything else. He's feeling pretty healthy. Feeling pretty yeah, healthy. Yeah, he's taking something else. Did he? Yeah, I don't know what from. Uh, 
I need to do some attacks this time. I can Try do- to trigger a growl attack so that he takes more damage. <laughs> I can do a bunch of damage. So he has resist 15 all, but I'll do- he's vulnerable 10 radiant. So basically resist 5 all if I hit him with all radiant attacks. Oh, you do radiant damage? I can do. I have a turns all lightning damage into radiant damage. Okay, that's cool. So you should focus on Grell then. I'll try and keep picking off the other guys. Did yeah. I hear something about being able to negate his. get his resist off? Or was that, no, that was the aura. Once when it takes radiant yeah. damage, it turns off the aura. It can turn it back on as a minor action. Yeah. So, talking about the, the concealment. All right, so, do I take a minus two to attacks against this guy? Because he, we're all in the concealment? Like how does yeah, you. Basically, as long as you are in here. You take penalty to uh, all, everything. More than one score away from you is completely obscure. Okay. If you were to take a step out, you could hit the grill without penalty because three of his squares are outside of that area. You can see that part. Of it. So, like right here, so I would you take technically yeah, target, I wouldn't take that penalty here. You can technically target a square, right? Yeah. So I mean, when calculating stuff, you can you can see this whole square, so you'd be fine. Right. So, so no penalty if you're out of it. Okay. Let's do this. And if you want to attack him, you can get adjacent. No, you're adjacent to him, so you only have minus two right save now. Right. Let's do something. Yeah. Okay. Um, Excellent. I'm going to use my action point. Woohoo! That weakens him. To teleport. No, that That's, mine. That's yours. First here, so he has no concealment. And with the standard, I will use uh, Sever the Source, giving him vulnerable 13. Oh. This is power yeah. time, then, huh? And, uh, he can't recover hit points. What? Yeah. He can't heal. Alright. Um, and then I will use my standard action to Twin Strike. Alright. But So Alright, so I have plus two because of that, and plus one, so I plus three of these attacks. Right. Uh, the assassin that disappeared is still more for me. So, let me see what's just doing. Oh, actually, yeah. Um, so, yep. is a, a one plus. Sorry. It's 28. Uh, 39 versus AC hit this guy? Um. Oh! No. You can add one, maybe? Somehow? Uh. Uh, um, you have a quarry on him. Don't forget that. Yeah, I have that. It's not getting combat advantage too. I have pretty big bonus. This is low rolls. So those guys will not hit, but they will do damage, triggering vulnerability, which is nice. Um, and then he's going to do a minor action offhand attack. That's going to be 18, so that'll hit. That allows him to use this one on his other minor action, which is another pretty strength. I'll get to it in a sec. Okay, and so two more attacks. And those should all hit. The lowest one being a 4. Want to put the dying one on the growl too, since he uses action point to attack it? So we have a plus 2 for that for team strength. Okay, so then two hits, and then end to do damage. So basically, that's what Damon basically does. Uh, uh, he 
from the, the midst of the obscuring mist, he just turns into the mist. The mist kind of like consumes within him, and you see like a section of the mist just kind of bloom out, and uh, Damon's kind of wispy soul takes form once again, and then just unleashes a barrage of its lightning blade and wind strikes, uh, glowing kind of bright with the with the radiant energy uh, of uh, of Akadi, who who uh, whose name he venerates. And the divine energy just tears into the demonic girl who screams with the the sting of uh, the attacks. And I'll get you that. So, all right. And oh yeah. And meanwhile, the uh, the uh, the girl itself seems to be kind of like choking and writhing, as if the the air or whatever whatever kind of like ongoing life substance or life kind of essence sustains it is just being kind of like drawn from it, like uh, like it's losing its breath. So yeah, it's got the vulnerable thirteen going on. So you're giving it vulnerable 15. It's got vulnerable 13 on top of resist all. So it should just be resist 2. Is that how resist and, and vulnerable works? I can look up from the compendium. In the meantime, as you get me the damage, Hugh is up. Your turn. Okay. So. First um, last line of defense. Yeah, tell me how that works, but yeah. Attacks on the room. Your speed's making that 6. Okay, so we're going to... I mean, vulnerable is basically the opposite. Yeah, this is going to be potentially potent. Let's hope this works. So, uh, first, minor action. Going to use... Uh, where the hell is that? Oh, sorry, shooter. The Grell also grants combat advantage uh, to me and all my allies until the start of the next turn. So there's a plus four to attack him right now, basically? Yeah, plus four to attack. That's pretty sexy. Combat advantage, he's vulnerable. The vulnerable thing? Yeah, combat advantage. Vulnerable, vulnerable plus team strike. Plus team strike. Vulnerability Kill and resistance combined. So well. basically it's just resist two. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good or not. I didn't know that. Okay. Cool. And he cool. only has resist two. So. Yeah, resist two. And vulnerable gradient. So. He's his wary so, shooter. Sorry, he uses attacks there. on the run. Get in there, dude. Big Red monkey. Shot. So that's going to be... Not the shock you and I are talking about. At any point during your move, that works. So one, two, three... Four, five, boom. Um, right there, he's gonna do a bunch, a whole bunch more damage, and then he'll go one more to over there. Actually, no, that'll prevent opportunity. No, it doesn't provoke opportunity. No, shooting or? Do you want me to include the vulnerability, the radiant vulnerability stuff? In I'll just include that in that. Yeah, that works. Or do you want me no, to specify? Write it on there. Okay. So it's going to be a bunch of different attacks. I'll just specify what attacks. Make sure you write at the end like he has blah, 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 okay. vulnerability. Okay, so yeah, that yeah. I can calculate it. Okay. Um, he uses attacks on the run. Uh, and he goes ahead and attacks him with that. So let me get the attacks on there. Ooh, 16 and a 17. Is that 17 within my crit range? Or is, that two, is it 18? 19? Forget what yeah, I'm it's 17 is No, 19 is. Okay, cool. So, those will probably both hit, which is probably pretty awesome. So that's going to be... Hang on. It's a 17 and a 16. Uh, or a 16 and a 17. Right, I think so they probably both hit. Probably they both hit. Okay, cool. So that'll be a bunch of damage. Then he does his action point. Boom. Uh, sorry. And then also... Hits the grill again with his other daily confining arrows. Boom, let's get some damage on that one. 
not bad. Let's try that first one. It's a little low. So this is going to be... I've got plus three from my quarry, and I've got plus four from that, so that's a plus seven. Plus six is 13, plus 28 is... It's 13 plus 28. That's more than 40. Cool, that hits the growl. Cool, so then all three of these hit as well. Sexy. Okay, so it's going to get a shit ton of damage. Just a second. No crits. Uh, Mechanically... He is. Uh, da, 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 da. He is, is all against the growl. This is all against the growl. Two dailies emptied into him, and everything hits. And that's crazy. Um, and all he right. uh, and he is um, stunned. Save ends. Holy shit! Here, I'll give you the wow. card. Stunned. Yeah. He'll probably save. I mean, he's pretty powerful. Oh, and then I think I have a minor Here. action yet. Yes, because the attacks are on. Let me move. <laughs> And then I standarded, it's standard in, so I've got to actually have a, and I had the minor action, so I have actually have a move action left, and with that I quarry uh, these two, that one, and Mr. Baldy, hiding under here. Baldurath. Baldurath, that is Baldurath. Cool. Uh, so that's my turn, so flavor-wise, um, Hugh sees the elemental just like... How exactly does your elemental debuff work? I forget. So basically, they, they, all of a sudden, the thing just starts writhing and shaking as if it's, like, drowning. It has no air. It just kind of... I mean, it's, it's, it's focus is completely not on the battle. It's just sitting there suffering in agony because all of the all of the air is gone. And whatever life source it might have, if this growl breathes, it's got no air. It Fantastic. breathes necrotic, demonic roots from some deep cavern. It's not available. He suffers as if he's drowning. Cool. Um, either way, Hugh is compelled by the uh, fact this thing did not breathe or whatever, and the team strike bonus flaring up on his shoulder. Um, Hugh dives in um, using his best uh, speed and agility to avoid any attacks this thing might be able to throw at him as he just... Um, sends a volley of arrows as he's moving on us over and once again just pounding right into this thing into every sort of eyeball and orifice and soft squishy bit that it has. Um, By the end of it he's fairly... looks like a pincushion. So it's pretty nasty. Um, And I should be giving you a shit ton of damage in just a moment. Alright. You didn't attack the Evanesi, right? Uh, I did not attack the Evanesi. That is correct. I did core it, though. It does not recharge its power. So... It. It. And then. Evanesu wheels around. It is not marked because Roar could. Which one? The Evanesu. Oh, there's only one left. (laughs) To (laughs) glance at Hugh. 18. Makes her glance attack. That's a 30 versus Will on Hugh. 30 versus Will will probably Interrupt. miss. Interrupt! If it doesn't miss. I'm pretty sure it misses. Okay. Yeah, I have a 36 Will. Okay, Sweet. not even close. Uh, oh, nice. Really high. 22. Cool. Well, Roar was going to focus on the growl, maybe. Uh, so we we, we got to get rid well, of I mean, well, I mean, it's I'm, annoying. I mean, you you can focus on the uh, MSC because 21. you don't do any radiant damage, right? Um, there's correct. Roll damage. All right. Then just let us take care of the... The growl? The growl. Um, the I'm on growl duty. Has the, 
Uh, then yeah, then in, in that case, France will do immediate reaction on the Evanescence attack. Chains, um, which what? the one with uh, so he cool. So that's the base. Can yeah. shift six squares. It's free action to square just me. I'm sorry. What did you say? You're doing a, a thing. I'm, I'm using an immediate reaction on the Evanusu's attack. Ah, okay. Who has changed so he can the Evanusu can okay. shift yeah, six squares and then just me. In which case, uh, I make an attack, it doesn't, I get an extra damage from that. So it's, if you want to shoot me, first one. I make a basic attack? A, uh, it's, yeah, you told me to make an attack, it's two weapon damage from the screen. No, 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 uh, he gets... He doesn't get an attack. What if he just can shift the Jason to you? He's not going to do that. You never do. I know. So. When, when the Evanesu... <laughs> the Growl recharges its tentacle fly. Oh, oh shit! When the Evanesu is in the same square as the Growl... Yeah. If you're adjacent to the Growl, are you adjacent to the Evanesu? Only if you're adjacent to the Evanesu. Well, the Evanesu's not... The Evanesu's in a very okay, specific okay. square. Got it, got it. Uh, the Growl recharges its superpower and uses tentacle flying tentacles. Sweet. Which attacks everybody. Is that at a minus two because it is you have a mark? Because he is marked. You have another minus. We have a ton of bonuses. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't bonuses sound like we have any minuses on this. Strike is third. Like it's going to be disrupted. Should I? Well, I could make it miss. Which is going to be. Uh, to burst. We should see what it does first. Well, I know what it does. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm not. I'm not letting you take that. Um, oh, yeah, that's unpleasant. Um, yeah. I could already, well, depending on the damage, I could use my survivor's armor and make that a void, unless it's just an encounter power or something. It's, what do you got? It's a lot of damage. Um, so it's 29, 45, 28, 36. It'll probably hit two of you. Yeah. It's Brandis. Three, because my reflex sucks. Yeah. Oh, no, it wouldn't hit my reflex. No, so it only hits two of you. Which two? You and uh, Brandis. I get crit and it's Brandis. If you want to suck it up, that can work, or I can use my well, Survivor's yeah, Armor and make me not get yeah. it. Yeah, have me take the damage. Okay. okay. I can interrupt Great, yours. go ahead. <laughs> Two so is it hitting Good. you, or it's hitting me? It does not hit me. Okay. So It's hitting you. And I'm using my Survivor's Armor to yeah, give it to right, somebody yeah. else. I'm going to use this disruptive strike on Brandis' shot. Okay, so then the attack against you is 55 damage and not prompt. Okay, Woo! so someone else takes the hit instead of me. Who is willing? Me. You're willing. Okay. Cool. So I was there. Armor takes damage instead. So uh, do I get the knock prone then, or does she get the knock prone? I think takes the damage instead specifically. But not, but not the. So I'll take the knock prone because that's sort of an effect. Yeah, you get knock prone. Okay, so I get knock prone and you take the fifty-five. Uh, Brandis is not going to hit because you disrupted. Yeah. So basically, as the tendril comes swipe for Brandis, a tendril of wind comes parallel to it and just slices the tip off as Goo just squirts you in the face. Oh. I have nightmares on slicing the tip off. Uh, squirts you all over. My mistake. Uh, he does not. You don't use your thing. Heal. What? Stop. He does not attack at all. He's not attack at all. He's not attacking because he's stunned. That's right. He is stuck completely. I forgot about that. Thank you. I said thank you. Take it back. Destructive strike, not used. He did recharge, but he did not attack. 
Damn He's it. completely stunned. I tried to blast Brent in the face with goo, and you had to go fuck it up. Uh, I hate when I have to retcon that much, but Aurora does not take the 55 damage. Thank goodness. Nothing happens. He doesn't do that. He does. Don't disrupt all saving throw. I don't take goo in the face. Yeah. He does roll a saving throw. And then he gets to save. Nice stun. Um, how am I doing the vulnerability? Are you taking care of that on your end, or how does that work? I did the vulnerability on my end. I only just put the radiant thing on there. The yeah, just write down that. Um, That's with all vulnerability taken, vulnerability and resist or resist taken into account. Wait, so when you say with radiant equals thirty more? Yeah, that should be thirty more. You said you write out how many times it triggered the radiant. So this is all radiant damage because you didn't write what kind of damage it is. Yeah, so basically three. There's five attacks. Three were radiant, and I accounted for the two resist. You did account for the two resist. I accounted for the two resist. Okay. And so basically, I said just write down like uh, vulnerable eight all or whatever you had yeah, said. Vulnerable it yeah, it would have been all. a huge mess because it was five separate attacks. So basically, yeah. So you accounted for the total amount of resist. And which I just, is... Yeah. So with with and then basically right, three attacks. Three of the attacks were radiant, so it should be thirty more on top of the initial sum. Uh. Right. So right. the big number one, uh, the one forty, which was all the attacks, and then Nine. three of those attacks were radiant. Thirty-nine. Got it. Okay. Forty-four. Yeah. Fifty. Sixty. Understood. Cool. So yeah. One hundred and seventy damage from. I put, pretty much put everything on that turn. And yeah. you're still calculating the damage. Yeah, I'm still adding up. Just a second, because, yeah. Let me add it all up, and then I'll work out the whole vulnerabilities, resistances, and all that stuff. So I'll just give you what, you what damage you're like getting from the me. total damage, I'll handle the vulnerability and resistance. What's it's five separate attacks, though, so that's why it's going to yeah, be an issue. That's fine. Just write how many... Okay. What are you asking me? What did you give him? What, uh, what, did, you, what did you apply to the ground? What did I apply he to? He made it vulnerable applied, 13. I applied resist 2 to all. So you gave him resist to. Oh no, no no no! What I, did you put sorry. on the ground? Vulnerable thirteen, all. Okay. And he cannot recover. Hit, uh, recover. Right. So uh, he has vulnerable thirteen. I'll, I'll write that on here. I'll handle all of the resistance. And he has. We get forty-eight. Yeah, there's all these conditions. And the end of encounter for that? No, one turn. One round. End of your next turn. Uh, yeah. Let me say, check real quick. Uh, is until the end of my next turn. Gotcha. Good. You got it. Okay. Cool. Brandis, then Aurora. Alright, question about occupying the same square as an enemy. 43. Is there any way I can do that? Uh, a large, a huge, whatever size enemy that is? I think if it, if it outsizes you by two levels, then I think you can. If I recall. Yeah, do I take penalties? How about 27. Like me being the same square as the dwell. You can go underneath it. You need to opportunity attacks if you don't you know, shift, but you can go underneath it. Shift right through it. Swim the tentacles. The tentacles. Um, <laughs> cool. Sounds good to me. That sounds terrible to me. Swim a little different way. Thirty-three. Then again, we are talking about Randy's. <laughs> when are we not talking about Randy's? It's a great point. Who knows what kind of action he's getting at home these days? Alright, boom! Brandis! So, does the grill not have the. Because uh, he did radiant damage, so he doesn't have the aura. Yeah, no aura. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Athletics check to hop over this bit of uh, water, yep. ice stuff. Then moving. Acrobatics check to not fall prone. 
On the oh yes, on this ice here. Wait, on what? On the ice. Yep. Oh, that is the same as this. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Uh. Um. Did I ever roll freaking core damage? Yeah, that's the core damage. Don't forget crit damage, you. I never crit. I did not crit on that yeah. series of attacks. What was the, uh, the same check to go up the wall? Bullshit. Uh, to go up the walls, however much to jump up like 10 feet. Okay. Oh, it is? Eric so knows that. Yeah. Yeah, so you should jump, jump vertical, you divide your athletics roll by 10. Uh, you should jump horizontally, you divide your athletics roll by 5, and um, that's how many squares. So that's how many squares. If you get a 20, you just jump two squares up. Oh, okay. You get a yeah. 30, you jump three squares up. I got a 33. Yeah, I'm three I For some reason, I thought this was an acrobatics check to go up this. It was like scrambling up a hill. Jump, um, jump down is... Brandis leaps up to here. Okay. And I assume provoking an opportunity attack from the girl. He's stunned? Oh, he saved or stunned. He, he saved. So does that provoke an opportunity attack from the girl? Leaps up onto the ground. Leaps up onto that. Okay. Square. Here uh, is damage on the ground. Yes, if you're going on to him, yes. then yeah, you'll provoke. But the growl is stunned. No, he's not. No, he is safe. Okay. Then here you have it. Thirty-two versus AC. That is not enough to hit. Remember, the parentheses are if he's bloodied. I'm letting you take care of the res- vulnerable resistances stuff. Um, How much damage from your mark? 16. Got it. Here, it's okay. And Sam, you've marked the... I mean, yeah, you've quarried the... Everyone who's currently on the board is marked, except for that one who is not on the board. Quarried. Quarried, correct. Quarried by Um, me. Have we done much damage to that Evanosu? Hang on. Purple. Purple. Hang on. Yeah, don't finish your turn. Okay. I... Finishing it. Sorry. I've got a million things to add up. And I'm not a quick adder when it comes to, like, the pressures on... Add these numbers, damn it! The girl's dead. Aww! Perfect. Do you have any idea how much work I just did? How much did you do to it? You killed it. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, He did uh, 110 plus 40, so 150 plus another 40. So 190 plus another 54, so 245... Started at 450, and you'd already done like 170. Almost, yeah, so. Um, what was that first? Well, that was two dailies. Uh, so, right, two right. big dailies. Yeah. Two big dailies. Two from each of those, and he's still dead. And he's still dead. <laughs> I'm not actually attacking the Grell. Okay, well, Grell doesn't attack you. I was okay. Well, first, <laughs> was it how much overkill was it? Not by not by time. Yeah, oh, it excellent. Seems like we, we punch it. Nice, nice, nice work. work. Good. That pleases me. That pleases, well done. that pleases me a lot. That pleases the hue. Uh, Brandis. We please ourselves. Brandis, the All grill. The Actually, I will describe this in a moment. You can just um, flavor up the rest of this. Without the grill, bulk of their force, they're going to... Um, <laughs> bulk, of the, bulk of the series. Oh, seriously? <laughs> the Evanesu will... I was on the bench for so long, waiting for the <laughs> Hey, Dan. Okay. okay. The, the, the Evanesu is the... Uh, um, he'll try to run, probably unsuccessfully... The assassins just can face into the ground. Alright. Brandis leaps up onto this thing here. He has already uh, laid his sights. 
the fighter version of Quarry, which is, I'm coming for you. You do cruelest chains on this guy, leaps up on here, and performs his move that you guys have gotten very familiar with, very effective on more frail guys like this, where he hacks into a guy with three massive chops, and then takes Blood. a moment to breathe, and brings in three more massive chops straight down onto this guy. It is clear the last two of these six attacks are on a corpse. <laughs> as this guy is defeated, as Brandis wonders, as Brandis knows warfare more than just battle, that assassins, one of them had phased through, there, there are surely more. There are more enemies in sight of watching this, even if we don't see them. And he makes sure that they know what will happen to them. There's his skull necklace. It's like chopping down a tree. People forget about it. It's like chopping a tree. It's like chopping a tree, it's exactly. Like, <laughs> like it just each time it just goes through more because it's fast chops. Yeah. And he falls, and Brandis looks around and surveys the boat. Like, did he kill the assassin? Did you fight that? That assassin? I did not. No. Did someone else get him? Immediately, <laughs> just basically falls through the ground. And is gone. You can drop prone as a free action. It drops prone through the ground. The mist disperses. <laughs> Upon examination, the corpses, two corpses left, actually there are three. There's the Grell. Not much more to learn about the Grell. It's a massive, Big like, grell. Grell. demonic, Tells you uh, all about demonically grell. affected grell. grell. But the two demon humanoids sir. are, uh, you identify as Evanesus. In the common tongue, Called city corruptors. What? Oh, what? You can city tell by the uh, by the effects on these demons that they uh, that they are a, a, a sort of mercenary. Uh, they they belong to a sort of a kind of mercenary group that Daemon has run into in his uh, trek travels through the elemental chaos. He's seen them in various places. They really have no um, overarching allegiance. Yeah. They uh, they basically it's not a formal organization as much as it is. Kind of like, yeah. more like a, it's unusual a because act. demons tend not to be uh, organized and work with each other. But uh, someone had hired these city corruptors, and for two to be hired means that this is uh, unusual for they do not normally work together. But these are especially uh, these this particular type of demon is especially adept at infiltrating cities and over time basically. Uh, destroying them subtly without yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, without the source of the destruction ever being known. Gotcha. So they're 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 uh, sub- they're kind of subverters. They're a subversive force, kind of looking to undermine society from the shadows. Damn Kind of spits as he. Uh, and they were disguised as humans heading towards the rift, mm-hmm. where we saw three footprints already oh, go. Already there. This is this is uh, this is the most blatant evidence of elemental of, of incursion from the elemental chaos that I have seen in the last ten years. Indeed. And he, as he relates to you, how what level these these particular creatures are on? He, uh, of course, since the, uh, the elemental gates were formed. Well, I think you see somebody approaching along the snow. Or <laughs> just release his weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not moving with any sort of haste. They're regarding you. They look like they're regarding you cautiously with weapons drawn, but not 
uh, but not taking fire in any Can way. Can we identify them through all the snowfall? You can see that before you appears a group of thin, green-gray-skinned Gitzeri. Oh. In front of them steps a tall Gitzeri dressed in fur-trimmed mage robes. He narrows his yellow eyes uh, as he sees you, and he holds up a hand. He says, Stay where you are. And he turns to Daleman, and he says, The wind and his leaves come up on us without warning. Why? And we'll continue next week. Okay. (laughs) I'll think all week about my response. Thursday night.